It's September 18th, 2009, and the goal I had in bringing a lot of the package good folks into Idle Thumbs 10 years ago was to take all the fun out of making podcasts. And this is Idle Thumbs 43, and I'm Chris Remo. And I'm Nick Brecken. And I'm Bobby Kotick. <laughs> Rodkin. <laughs> Old Bobby Rodkin. That's what they call me. Yep. Cool. Uh, so we're back, sorry we're late this week. We Nick and I were at, uh, coincidentally, an Activision press event. Yeah. On Tuesday, so we're a little late. But we're back. Yeah. Better than ever. We've been rebuilt. I like yeah. that we both tried to have something to say about being <laughs> an Activision event. Yeah, well, I mean, you know. Joke tells itself. I don't know how much I want to say about that event. It might get ugly. Really? <laughs> Whoa. I thought you specifically had a bunch of things you wanted to say. Well, yeah. Well, yeah, we should talk about the game. Yeah. yeah. But also, I mean, you know, maybe start. You took all the fun out of events with that event, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but the, uh, the Bobby Kotick quote, that's... That's some amazing uh, material yes, here. Yes, it is. Yeah. Do, Nick, do you have the actual, like, because there's, there's multiple amazing quotes yeah. here. Bobby Kotick well, was speaking at, like, Deutsche Bank conference or yeah. something. Yep. And just flat out, it's you like, know. <laughs> everything you thought might be true is true. Yeah. Uh, yeah, here's another choice quote. I think we've definitely been able to instill in the culture the skepticism and pessimism and fear that you should have in an economy like we're in today. Uh, and the hilarious thing about this quote is that we completely missed it. We okay. There were in, at this event. There were 150 game journalists packed into this small room watching this Activision press. You know, like the, the Modern Warfare 2 uh, yeah. uh, presentation. We com- all like every goddamn journalist missed this at at a point during that presentation. They were going over the uh, custom classes. And three of the custom oh, classes shit. were pessimism, fear, and skepticism. And oh my we, god! I don't know you're how right. we missed that, but it, on the NeoGAF forums, somebody found that and and captured it. And uh, and and yeah. So wow! God I don't know damn. how every goddamn person in that room. I mean, we must. That must. That basically proves how much we pay attention to those things. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just how, you mean the presentations they give? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, <laughs> I feel stupid now. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I, I taught, I spoke to, um, to the lead character artist of Modern Warfare, Warfare Two, and I asked him whether Bobby Kotick had successfully drained all the fun out of game right. development in Infinity Ward, and he looked really shocked. I think he actually might not have seen those quotes yet because this event was pretty soon after the quotes were made, and he God, like, right. it may not have spread out yet because he was really taken aback. He was like, "No, what?" Uh, no, you know, <laughs> you just thought you Bobby, made that like, up. Like, <laughs> I, I think. Well, I think he thought I was just, you know, sort of the the assumed nature of Bobby Kotick that we were all talking about, as opposed to the like bald Actually, face. Like he said that three days yeah, ago. Right. So, yeah, yeah. Oh boy, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's it's Infinity Ward is like the rebellious kid in the yeah. Activision yeah, they, family. They really apparently, are. like yeah. senior super douche came yeah. from them, yeah. and uh, this so. Yeah. Yep. But not for long. Yeah. Kotick's going to stamp that right out of them. It's amazing that it's like a mission of his. Like, I, you know, it's really important to me to make this a miserable, grueling place where everybody's unhappy and cynical. Yeah. I think that's the right way to go. I think it's really working out well. And sadly, it seems to be. So, (laughs) I guess guess everything is terrible. Yeah. It's awful. It really is the worst. Ugh. So yeah. So that yeah. So that man, note. the majesty <laughs> well, of you know, video games right. as an art. Because <laughs> you know, you, you you talk about stuff like this, and it's like you look at the way Kotick runs this company. I mean, just in terms of the evidence, not just his statements. And you you look at all the the eighteen Guitar Hero games released every year, and you look at the way Tony Hawk just gets run into the ground. And you know, you think, man, God, if he 
he keeps running this company this way, people are going to start to get really uh, cynical and, and depressed and not into their jobs. And it turns out that's not a side effect. That's fucking priority yeah, number that one. The, uh, that's like that's not an unintended yeah. consequence. Yeah. That's oh. like the goal. Yep. What the hell is that? Yeah, that was step one. I yeah, mean, that, yeah, exactly. Was, On the road the, to profit. Right. That's the first yeah. part. The actual game Make was the everyone of miserable. That. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so Modern Warfare 2. Mm. That game looks pretty good. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's definitely... We played only the multiplayer at this event, so that's really all we can speak to there. And only really part of the multiplayer. Yeah, uh, yeah but I mean, we played a few modes. Yeah. Um, it, Nothing really new, though. No, no, they didn't show any, any, any really new stuff. But, um, yeah... There's not that much to say about it, really, which is no, which not. is what was funny about that being such a a huge event. There are 160. Yeah, I, I was expecting a little, uh, you know, a bit more of a tease, you know, a big yeah. big feature and some well, kind of a was, large <laughs> bolded bullet point. Expecting like, to be wowed. Oh, yeah. to have fun I was expecting to be blown well, away. It's I was funny because of... they they the the multiplayer designer gets up on stage for a presentation. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, "All right, we did not want to take the typical sequel mentality here. We really wanted to yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. to do something really different and and really uh, just you know b go down a new path with Modern Warfare 2. And then uh, and he and he loads it up. And then literally like two sentences later, he's just like, "So we didn't want to stray too far from what we did before. <laughs> um, we didn't want to do anything um, unfamiliar, really. We wanted to make sure people were grounded." <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, not, it's, it's, oh, yeah, it was it was pretty funny. It was the as far as I can oh, remember, it was the same guy, right? Yeah, it was literally he went up there and you could like plot a yeah. like parabola curve yeah. of well, that's the, yeah, it was just if like you, and if it's, you looked at the wall behind him, you'd see the sort of fall off from a red blinking light, and that was when uh, the codec chip was activated, <laughs> like behind the curtain, or like you know the little the little yeah. radar dish comes out of the top of his head, yeah, and, uh, yep. and then <laughs> right. <laughs> He's sort of yeah. a little shudder from a small electric shock. That's right. Like, right. Uh, we didn't uh, well, we didn't want to. We right. made sure to keep it familiar. Uh, Three major <laughs> innovations. No, wait, wait. <laughs> one. Uh, yeah. uh, it's got a two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the codec inhibitor. Right. <laughs> it just blocks the, uh, the codec center of your brain. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, uh, it was it was really funny though. That like the. Uh, one of the main features that they introduced was uh, what the custom call signs. Oh right, where you can you can <laughs> yeah, customize your um yeah. your name or your the prefix your, your, before your, your name your little title your sort of rank your, essentially your title and your your yeah. icon that, that yeah. is associated with your rank. And uh, I was playing multiplayer, um, and the way they had it set up was that you were basically on all these stations, and then maybe six I think it was sixteen people throughout the you know the room just random, and we were all on headsets, and yeah. you know we're just chatting. You just over, get paired over up. Headsets. Get paired up. With yeah, people. yeah. yeah. So I, you know, you can really tell who was talking, but you were just hearing it over the headsets. And so, clearly, though, like there were a lot of uh, European press at this, yeah. and uh, it was it was hilarious because at one point <laughs> they were making their own sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but no, at one point it was it was really funny because. Like all of the Americans, I would say, were really into this game. They're like, "Oh man, this is so fucking badass!" Oh jeez, yeah. did you just see that kill? This is so sweet. Oh. It also, then, it amazes me how good people are at this game. I mean, that's I know, a stupid yeah. thing to say. There's, uh, you know, every game there are people that are good at it, but it it was shocking to me because I don't. This isn't a game that I play that much. I think it's really it's a really good game, and I when it came out, I played it for a bit, and it was, I really liked it. But you know, I didn't play long enough to observe 
the like mutants who are who have like fused with the game and i was definitely standing over the shoulder of one of those guys at this yeah. game yeah. it's like wow this guy might not do anything else in his life other than play call of duty 4 modern warfare yep. uh because he has fused with the ai like or the code he's seeing the fucking matrix i don't know it was it was surprising yeah but yeah those tended to be the american guys yeah and then the europeans were like uh, I don't, I don't really get the point of having the custom call sign. Like, what, you can just, why would you want that? I mean, before it was automated, why would you, why would you want to, uh, and I like that you were just, it? like, sort of, uh, ambiently overhearing this through. Yeah, 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 like, like and, then, and then the American's I'm, like, well, through, I assume that. one ear, it's like, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, was, oh, this is fucking sweet, man. Can't you tell? Like, like, don't you see the features? Like, this is amazing. And they're like, I don't understand why this is so good. Like, what? Oh, it was, it was kind of hilarious to hear the, uh, the discord. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Good game. It's a good, it's a good fun game. They, there is, I mean, it's really tough to say a lot about it because it really is, at least the stuff we saw, very, very similar to Call of Duty 4. But, yeah. you know, I guess it's worth restating just, just for the record in case anyone is wondering. Uh, it really is an incredibly, incredibly correct feeling game. Yeah. I mean, I think that's such an incredible, it's, it's yeah. It's really uh, sharp. It, it really is just every weapon feels so good it feels i mean everything is tuned in the in the exact right way and you know i was talking about um uh left for dead 2 whenever we oh, yeah, played yeah. that at pax and how i you know i'm so i'm not accustomed to playing it on the con on the controller and right. i just i'm an idiot flailing and around and looking all clown. over the place yeah i'm and pretty sure that's the phrase by the way it, the wobble clown yeah, yeah. that's <laughs> uh, uh call of duty 4 that's still a game that i that i played on pc but and i'll you know i'll play modern warfare 2 on pc as well but you know, it's a credit to Infinity Ward that when I sit down with a console controller on this game, yeah. I don't feel like that. I mean, the game is just so tuned. Well, it that... feels like it was made by people who understand how to, you know, make console shooters very well. Right. Whereas Left 4 Dead feels like it was made by guys who, you know, have made PC games very right. well for a long time and yeah. are still trying to figure out how to, you know, but... tweak the very sense. Also, I mean, the one thing that we were talking about before, though, was that, you know, in Left 4 Dead, you, you don't have that alternate zoom on every weapon where you can that's true where you can fine-tune your aim just yeah. by snapping to uh you know you know just doing like the light zoom on every right. weapon which i think helps a lot when it comes to uh console shooters because it you does can, you can sort of you've got you that can sort of flail the, around a bit with the right stick right. and then and then you know hone in on a guy yeah, fine-tuning yeah. yeah yeah right it's exactly because you obviously it's an analog stick so you can adjust how fast you're mm. moving it but not as finely as a mouse but when you add in the zoom you've got the kind of two like the toggle switch of, right. of sort of sensitivity yes. almost yeah. and it, it really does make a huge difference i really miss that in other games yeah uh, that don't have that feature but yeah modern warfare 2 it's really fun i i i'm surprised they didn't show us more stuff because i really don't know what more to say about it that would be helpful to anybody but yeah. you know it's fun it's a good fun game yep i wish they would have shown us single player i guess but yeah yeah that's probably why I'll play that game more than the multiplayer. Yeah, same here. The multiplayer to me, I just, I, it, uh, it's, it's, it's really good. <laughs> no, it's really, you know, it, it's Ugh. great, but, it, but it, it, I don't, I don't know. It wears me down really quickly. It's so uh, nonstop. Like it keeps you shooting guys like every second. Right. Like, I mean, that is it's a an, great it's, box quote. Sorry, <laughs> it's so nonstop. It keeps, it keeps you keeps shooting, shooting guys, guys like yeah. every second. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Nick Brecken. Yeah. Yeah. I love Nick Breedon. <laughs> Um, yeah, anyway, we can move on. No, but I know what you mean. No, it does get, I get get that machine gun fatigue. Fatigue, right, exactly, yeah. Uh, but you know. And and especially because of the instant respawning you're saying and all, it's, it it, it obviously works. It's, it's because it's that marriage of kind of a, a very, uh, immediate deathmatch, you know, feeling, uh, with 
a mode that isn't deathmatch. You know, I mean, it, it's you're always you know right engaged, but but you're doing things that aren't deathmatch. You're killing guys like every second. Yeah, pretty much. Sweet. Yep. Yes. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's a. Uh, but you know, obviously that's what a lot of people want. I guess. Yeah. Well, but, I think that's why it's so enduringly popular. Yeah, um, it is sort of astonishingly popular. Actually, yeah. it, it's yeah. pretty amazing. Did well, World of War didn't didn't get quite that big, did it? It got bigger than I thought it would. Oh, yeah? it, it was adopted pretty widely. I didn't really play that one. I mean, do you think? I I've always sort of gotten the feeling that the fall off for World of War is compared to compared to Call of Duty Four. Like, is I, that? Maybe I don't know. Not? I don't. I you know. I'm, I'm talking out of my ass, but I think they did a pretty good job with DLC for World of War. I mean, okay. they're, they're always, and the zombie mm -hmm. maps were really popular. I think, oh, yeah. I, I mean, like Call of Duty games. 4 didn't have a whole lot of DLC. It wasn't publicized a lot, but World of War was, you know, is, is still being updated. Um, so I think that probably helped its longevity. But, uh, yeah. Sweet. <laughs> All right. So that's oh, there's that, that game. There's yeah. Our extremely helpful new opinions on that yep. game. <laughs> Um, kill dudes like every second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you just don't stop. Insight. Yeah. Yeah. Um, a whole bunch of stuff came out this week, and I haven't played enough of it to really want to talk. Oh, you know what it's I did play? Thumbs. I did play, um, <laughs> finally played that IDOS game that everyone's talking about. Big, big new IDOS release. Mini Ninjas. <laughs> oh, Obviously. Man, I got that in the mail the other day, too. <laughs> <laughs> it appeared, and I was so sad. <laughs> I mean, I, I was, that was great. I was, Ready to play it? No, what, what you, I <laughs> sorry. Games discussed: Modern Warfare Two, Mini Ninjas. Yeah. <laughs> it's from IO too, the Hitman guys, which is hilarious. Yeah, I know. Um, I played it for a couple hours on PC. It's uh, it's not a bad game. It's the kind of game where if I if I were a parent, I would you know I'd give this to my child to play and you were into Mini Ninjas. Not, well, you know, like not feel like I was giving them just total horse shit. You know, I mean, it's it's nice okay. and 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 visually pleasing and it's fun nice. to play. And, it's it's yeah, a nice game for the kids. It is that is what it is. <laughs> so though, how, you know? how does a Mini Ninja work as a game? How do you play this game? What is what it's is like game? a third person action like third sort of person, slight like, stealth kind like of platform with mini stealth? Yeah. yeah, it's like a mini stealth, mini stealth, ninja. mini action, mini adventure. Yeah, mini ninja. <laughs> yeah, I, I did. Just God, it sounds like a DreamWorks title. I it really does. Like, yeah, <laughs> Aliens versus yeah, Monsters, yeah, double right. header with G mini ninjas, or double mini feature. ninjas. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Um. <laughs> Yeah, there's not much mini to say babies. about it. <laughs> mini babies. They're really, really small. Yeah, Im imagine mini yeah, ninjas. Imagine mini ninjas. <laughs> imagine many ninjas also. Yeah, that's different. You, oh, yeah. <laughs> you don't want your mini ninjas in the same room as your many ninjas. Get ugly really quickly. Um, I'm pretty uh, sure that that's, a, that's also a game, ninjas versus many ninjas versus <laughs> mini ninjas. Yeah. That's probably a cool thing to have. Probably. Um, <laughs> it's a video game. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's. <laughs> we got to not talk about mini ninjas for too much longer on this. Right. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty much done. I mean, it is. It is. Um, it is it a well made start. game. It's a, you know. It's a uh, you basically run around and you fight a bunch of guys and the world looks nice and it's. What? Man, we're busting out the quotes today. <laughs> we basically run around and kill a bunch of guys. Well, it is. It <laughs> is like like, guy it is a very straightforward game. Uh, oh, that's cool. So you kill guys as in? Are you, so you're like a miniature ninja. <laughs> you're a miniaturized ninja. You're a child ninja. <laughs> what? It's it's underage ninja. You are. You're a little kid. All your buddies are little kids, and your enemies are too. You put you you fight mini samurai, little kid samurai. Oh wow! Yep. You kill them. 
Well, you know, you attack them. It's like Reducing Batman. Reducing the 31 beats per second. <laughs> Speaking of Batman, it's fucking bullshit that Batman doesn't kill people. My ass, he doesn't kill people. I've been playing Batman Arkham Asylum finally, and he kills the shit out of a lot of dudes. He is snapping necks and dropping people off of buildings and well, punching guys in their spine and then leaving them to die. Well, that's Those not, guys are dead. That's not what he's supposed to do. Well, it's what he's doing. Well, they fucked him up. Batman, he's gone rogue. I guess yeah. that's his that's his usual deal. Well, he's not technically. Well, you can scan them and you can see they that they are. still he have wasn't, little, He wasn't dead when I dropped him off a little the building. Of <laughs> you know, yeah, right. Yeah. They've always got a 30 to 31 beats yeah. per minute heart rate that indicates they're unconscious but still alive. Which is like the heart rate of a giraffe or something. Right, right? I mean, but, but they're paralyzed from the neck down and right. or are falling uh, and reaching terminal velocity yeah. when yeah. that happens. <laughs> The only time you kill people to me that doesn't seem like killing people is when you you hang them like string them up and hang them off a gargoyle, which right. is cool. That's classic. But you can only do that so many times in a room before you run out of gargoyles. Like I filled a room with or guys string. hanging off gargoyles <laughs> or string. Yeah. Actually, I think I think <laughs> Batman's actually okay on that. Front, yeah, he's got enough. He's got plenty you. of string, but there's yeah. only so many gargoyles in New York. <laughs> yeah. Batman well, inside asylum. the asylum. I mean, it's oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> there have just been a lot of additions. To Arkham Asylum, where like you know, like there's a house where you they've got like a porch, an indoor porch, but you can see the old wall that used to be the outside of the house. And, like they've built, you know, they you know, there's like oh, what? Come on! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Stare at me! Oh, I'm waiting for you to explain yeah, what you mean. Waiting for you to make sense. Man, sorry, there's there's like a there's a billion houses that work that way. I, Okay. Wait, this podcast. Well, anyway, Arkham sorry. Asylum takes place. Oh, it, just, it, just, it, just, it just, it just, I know. I just, sorry, just the idea cracked me up that Arkham Asylum was originally just one reasonably small Gothic building, and then right. someone said, "Okay, uh, yeah, we right, gotta right. add a new." The gargoyles are like the old, right? Where it's yeah, like, okay, we, gotta, okay. we gotta add a dining yeah. wing. Yeah, so right. They, you know, they just okay, just brick it from the outside. What right. about these gargoyles? <laughs> ah, ah, just put some more on the other they corners of this room. <laughs> yeah. What's funny though is that they're all facing inward. Yeah, they're, I know. They're not even like that. It's really bizarre. Yeah. Um, they're they're basically just there for Batman to swing around and hang around yeah. and look cool. Uh, it is a really nice looking game. It's I, a nice I, looking asylum. It's a good it's a good asylum. Uh, I like I, I you know I, I'm late to talking about this game obviously, but uh, I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. Except for, except for my exact same criticism I had of the demo, which is it sucks that you basically have to kill everybody effectively. So in the real game, you could not sneak under that grate and hit the switch. Nope. It's the, no, it frustrates me how often yeah. that uh, happens. Although somebody said, you know, he's Batman. He should, you know, he's going around. He's got to take care of all those guys because what? I mean, they're bad guys. He's got to beat them up. He's ba- who else is going to beat them up? The police, not yeah, not no. them. No. There is not they're, a they're single all helpless. No, yeah, they're all hanging from things uh, above poison gas. Basically, it seems like every cop is is in some form of uh, immediate no, no. danger. No, no, all the cops are either totally fine or dead. Right, this is yeah. what's weird about this game. All of the there does not seem to have been one single guard or police member or whatever in this entire game who is capable of killing a single henchman. Every single it's every single police body you find is dead, not unconscious, 
and you never find already dead henchmen, at least not not in the several hours I've played of the game. I mean, maybe that starts happening. It seems bizarre that they never succeeded a single because they have guns yeah. and the henchmen don't start out with guns until they kill the police or whoever the guards, whatever that, you know, whatever the hell they are, police, I guess, you know, not a single one of those guys with guns, like as the henchmen are running down the halls, none of them were capable of shooting one of them. Maybe Batman literally has to kill or, you know, incapacitate every single henchman in the entire complex it's that's just that's how society degrades once we have superheroes it's, one of the, it's, it's like yeah. an alan moore it is the commentary of yeah. batman arkham asylum yeah. yeah so that's pretty deep yeah so i don't know that that aspect of the game irritates me because i i do get really sick of just fighting a million guys um but every second per se yeah for you just don't stop ever fighting guys uh accurate um but I do like I do like all this. The, the, you know, to be fair, there is a lot of stuff that isn't that that is just kind of walking around and looking at things in uh, detective <laughs> mode, which I yeah. enjoy. And uh, did you wear sixties Batman costume? No, I, I haven't checked to see actually if there are mods on the for the full version yet. There probably are. I don't know. I haven't looked. Um, uh, did you yeah. install the nude patch? I did do that. I did immediately check for that one. Oh man! By the way, you know the uh, the Adam West mod patch. we were talking about. Oh yeah, there is like occasional unintentional that moment what, in the like game. What like the sixties horn section? No, no, not not that. Just but, <laughs> but uh, you know, unintentional. You know, <laughs> how did that get in there? Yeah. <laughs> Some European guy dubbed over all of the punches with his mouth. You know, when you as you're walking around, Batman will will have a little internal monologue with himself when he's like, oh, "This door is locked. I need to find another way through this door," or whatever, all that kind of right. thing. And uh, at one point, this is one of the funniest moments I've had in a video game recently. I I rescued some scientist lady or doctor or whatever, and I and I and I take you know un, untie her from her chair and you know we're having a conversation. She's like, oh, is it true that the Joker killed, you know, took over the whole thing? And Batman's like, yeah, it's true. I got to go save everyone. And then, and she's like, oh man, I can't believe this. You got to make sure you go. Ahead. And in the middle of her big thing, I just start walking away, which triggers Batman's like internal monologue. And right. he just like completely tunes her out and just goes, I've got to find a way out of this room. And <laughs> it's, it's just completely like, fuck you. Who cares? I've, I've got things to think about. And it really did remind me of like the sort of modern ironic version of Adam. West right. playing himself yeah. and just completely wallpapering over <laughs> like everything. Re with reality like, is deleted. Yeah. yeah oh awesome. my god, it was hysterical. If only Adam West was saying it. I know. It's, the voice is not even that far from, you know, the guy, what is the guy? Someone, Con Roy Conrad or something? I don't know. Roy yeah. Conrad is the guy who played Ben in Full Throttle. Oh, right. Doesn't this guy's name have one of those two names in it? It's a s Kevin Conrad. Kevin Conrad, yeah. Oh, it's his brother. Oh, okay. And uh, I mean, also, I know who plays Ben in Full Throttle. Yeah, I know. Um, but the uh, <laughs> yeah, the voice acting is, is is pretty good overall in yeah. this game. I actually really like all of the Mark Hamill Joker stuff. Um, I've only yeah, seen yeah, some of like the like Batman animated series, so I'm not <sighs> as familiar with it as some people are. I've probably seen a few episodes, but he does a great job in this game, and a lot. Of, and the actual Joker writing voice actor. is really he good. Is, he is, yeah. Like Joker's got a lot of just really good. He's constantly broadcasting. Uh, just sort of taunting messages both to Batman and to his billion henchmen all yeah, over the place. Right. And there's a lot of it's really cleverly written. Yeah, uh, it's a I nice like that change. I a lot yeah. um, in contrast to the uh, 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 audio logs, which I could care less about. Yeah. Um, I hate that. I'm starting to really hate that. Like every audio, day, logs having audio logs, yeah, you know what it is. But it's, it's just, like Bioshock Batman uh, edition. It's it, you know what? I, it's I like guess, Bat Shock. 
<laughs> or Biobat. Biobat, yeah. Bioman, Bio yeah. <laughs> Biodome, the game. Biodome, Bio Arkham Dome, Asylum. Asylum. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Anyway. So yeah, it's the, it's the Polly Shore uh, right. skin. <laughs> Wait, what were you going to say, Nick? In contrast uh, to audio logs, you don't uh, like them. Yeah, in well, contrast just, to Biodome. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, it's just it, they're they're always so involved. I mean, like especially in this game, it's somebody talking to somebody else and having like a conversation and, and like interrogating like Edward Nigma or whatever. And it's just there's always so much going on. And I'm also playing the game, and I you know I either completely tune that out or I have to sort of stop and listen. Like I can't do both at the same time right. and get. You know, and fully enjoy either of them. Are there are there any games where there is there is where there are audio log style things that are accessory content where it's just like everyone in the world of Doom Three or everyone in Arkham Asylum or everyone in Rapture just for some reason all have personal audio recorders, but there's no there isn't one you can pick up that has music or like you can't listen to like a five part episode of The Phantom or well, something. Well, like in this one, I mean, what you do is you. I mean, the reason these ones exist is because they're. Uh, Interviews, psychological psychological interviews, yeah. interviews that they right. have deliberately recorded, and there is like a series of them. I don't think there are any that are what you describe exactly, but that'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah, that, that would, would be, be sweet. I would enjoy that a lot. I would enjoy that a lot too. If, if, just, if there was, if it wasn't just right, you like just pick up one and uh, just you just get some diegetic music that you can turn right, on at your right. on, well, on Metal Gear Solid Four kind of had that, but it was sort of slightly. It wasn't really diegetic. I mean, it was it was. Just kind of one of those weird collectible like Kojima things, right? Oh, that's right. Yeah, the iPod with the iPod. Thing. Yeah, because I mean that that is just from an atmosphere standpoint. I mean, that's one of the things that I like about uh, the audio things is that, or about audio logs, is you play them and you you imagine your your guy walking around is in this crazy abandoned room with this with the, the sort of echoing tape of something you know echoing off the walls, like listening like uh, like the reel to reel in Evil Dead Two or something like that. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. idea of someone just walking around like. Like what, what, yeah. playing off of yeah, I mean, while blowing Fallout, away guys? Fallout Three basically has that as, you, yeah. as you find the radio yeah. stations and you okay. you know tune into this old timey music but it's and not, stuff. Yeah, it's not really it's, a traditional it's not it's not the log. same thing, but it's yeah. I I like I really like okay, that. Okay, no, I did but like Fallout that. Fallout yeah. Three has something where you can just sort of pick up audio content that isn't just yeah. Yes. Well, you've got a radio and you tune into signals as you I come. I should play that game. I should play Fallout Three. It's a really good game. Yep. Yeah. I'm stupid. Also full of slow motion fatalities, just like Batman <laughs> right. every two seconds. Although yeah. although you actually kill people uh, in Fallout. Well, yeah, but it's also, I think, more obnoxious in Fallout. I get I got really, really tired of the slow-mo vats in yeah. Fallout 3 after a while. Because you basically do them like every shot. Like at least Batman caps them off, you know, with a, like when you actually clear the room or when you kill the guy or, you know, incapacitate him or whatever. That's when took- Batman decides that he's going to take this one in slow-mo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right. <laughs> Going slow mo. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Batman. <laughs> hey guys, check this out. Yeah. <laughs> Zooms out a bit. It's just it's just it's just Bruce Wayne like moving his fists in slow motion. Right. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon's just sort of sitting over there, like tapping his foot, looking at his watch. Yeah. Christ, Batman. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Making the sounds myself. Oh man. <laughs> It's like, oh god! Did you guys see the video that I that I linked on Twitter earlier this week of the guy, like defending his car from a million, oh, the, like attackers? No, you see this, see this, Nick? Oh my god! Worst video. I don't know if it's pretty hilarious. Yeah. I don't know if it can be described, but it's just a guy. We'll link it in the downloadable content thread. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's uh, about games. It's just a guy basically like showing you how to defend yourself from a. From someone who's attacking you as you get into your car, and he just has a friend or whatever pretend 
to like assault him as he's getting into his car and he just constantly beats him off like oh, that's not bad. Whoa! <laughs> he constantly you know fends this guy off and makes like fist punching like oh my god so, so maybe Batman is that. Spe- speaking of amazing huge dudes, should we talk about oh Resident god. Evil oh my 5 god. for a second? <laughs> this might not be news to anybody, but I yeah. um, Nick has a copy of Resident Evil 5 on PC that we I, I think are going to give away somehow Yeah, when we can figure out how. And so before we did that, I wanted to make sure that the, the PC version was actually... Not shit. Was actually not shit. Yeah, I wanted to make sure it was worth recommending and giving away. So I loaded it up and it's, yeah, it's good port. It ran, ran quite well. Uh, it looks really nice. It looks really good. Yeah, it looks extremely nice. And um, it looks amazing. Oh my god! Uh, and I and I just for the hell of it, I decided. Well, I'll try to just join someone's co-op game. That that would be funny. <laughs> just as for some reason, I wanted to see if the networking was all good. And so <laughs> we found the best I, fucking. Yeah. Guy. yeah, I just chose a guy at random from the list, <laughs> or like the server list. And it was uh, Jesse Ventura <laughs> from uh, Predator, basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like this might not be surprising to people, but we ne- none of us had ever seen this before. Because yeah, like maybe if you get really far in RE5, yeah. this is a thing. Well, but, yeah. I mean, they've done this in other Resident Evil games where there's yeah. the last weapon is always a crazy thing with infinite yeah. ammo. Right. But in this and game, so they've I taken love- it to the. Uh, uh, the next level. And so I th- I chose this guy because he was the only one on the list who was actually on like level one, stage one or whatever. Everyone yeah. else was just somewhere in the middle of the game. And so I, lo- I loaded up this guy's game and I go in and this guy is wearing like a fucking refrigerator on his back. <laughs> And and has a huge minigun. Well, yeah, it's a refrigerator on like, the back with like with three feet of uh, of just like, like of a bullet belt, belt <laughs> yeah, hanging yeah. out that's sort of just dangling behind him at right. all times, yeah. whipping around like a, po- a ponytail of bullets. And yeah. he's got like he's wearing no shirt, and he has like crossed leather studded uh, like, like shoulder pads, like bandoliers, and like spiky things, shoulder pads, and spiky, spiky shoulder pads. pads. Yeah. And uh, sunglasses. Right, the sunglasses were good. <laughs> yeah, and, and a gun, like, as big as your character. Yeah. Right. Oh, my God. And this guy was just... It, I don't he even know how to describe this. He was fucking destroying the game. Just, it was like anyone who's played Diablo 2, when you join a Diablo 2 game after that game had been out for a few years, and you start up as level 1, you're like, yeah, Diablo 2, I'm going to go, I'm going to play through this game again. Right. And then you join the game with the guy who's like level 89, and right. he just parties up with yeah, you, and he then he just goes every, and kills mission, like every yeah. boss in every three seconds flat as your experience just skyrockets. Right. This was like the Resident Evil 4 or 5 equivalent of that, where every time I looked around the corner, that guy was just mowing down right. like a Hordes of zombies <laughs> with infinite ammo. You're having so much trouble just catching up with that guy. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. You go into a room and there's just like four pools of blood, and then he's slicing all the crates open right. and just looting everything, <laughs> and then just kicks down the next door. He turns around, right. looks at you for a second, and then just like runs away. Runs away to blow, and you hear the sounds. Like, Oh, just, yeah. oh yeah. man! He and then like bosses every- that normally take like five minutes to take down are, are <laughs> immediately shredded into pulp. Yeah, yeah well, that, uh, God, that was. A, we're just. What's going on? I can't yeah. see the screen. What's happening? What's happening? Boss killed. What? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then he just walked over and goes and gives you health and then like, walks into the room and then walks away on his way. Yeah, she doesn't even stop. <laughs> basically, passing just by. Like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> like, so yeah, uh, we captured some video of this because it was too amazing to see. Or to not share. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, 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 we can release this is a surprise somehow. to some of you still because yeah. this was the funniest goddamn thing I've ever seen in a video game. Yeah. It was amazing. The, the number of times that you would sort of come around an alley and it was like you you compared it to like the G Man basically, where it's yeah. like yeah. it's like you're playing your own game of Resident Evil Five, but in an abandoned city. Right. And every time yeah. you go around where the corner, no you just see a refrigerator with a bullet belt trailing off. It's sort of yeah. bouncing away around the next corner. And, you, and then you just occasionally hear a guy being totally eviscerated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, we were watching a cutscene that we forgot to skip. Then you pressed escape. 
and the character in the cutscene who was attacking us in the cutscene had already been like <laughs> we watched the final bullet go into the person's brain like the guy yeah. before yeah. we could watch the intro cutscene the guy had eviscerated this mini boss character right it's like what and then anyway. the, the the crazy like um weird like amorphous blob sort of writhing tentacle boss right that you, that you normally, normally have to, have to uh, like lure into a yeah, furnace room it, yeah. and this guy just sta- stood perfectly still and just planted his feet on the ground and just unloaded into this boss's first face equivalent as it just like surrounded him and enveloped him and then a few seconds later it just fell over and died yeah. my favorite moments were when he would sort of you know, maybe walk past one enemy, like like a, just a normal zombie that was there, and then he would turn and just sort of wait for you to like, you know, casually like, <laughs> like, like yeah. I'll give me this one. You know, it's yeah. not really worth my time. You know, go ahead. Yeah, I'll wait. My you know, kill, like, my kill counts at the end of the level. I had like three, and he had yeah. like eighty six. It, it was one actually. <laughs> well, in level two, it was oh, yeah. one. Yeah, one. In level one, I was actually going for it because I was trying to play the game for real. You're trying to in level three. in level two. I was just like, fuck it. It's way funnier to just follow this guy guy. like 20 paces behind and watch him disappear around corners. And then I go around the corner and everything's dead. Yeah. It's hilarious. And watching him bend over to to pick up all the the, uh, incredibly fast animation. Yeah. 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 Anyway, hilarious. So try and and play RE5 co-op with the most amazing people in the world. And it's way more fun than regular Resident Evil 5. Yeah. Um, Also, this guy's name is Warhammer something something something. So if you see that guy... The name's Warhammer. Something, something. <laughs> numbers, probably. Zero, six. <laughs> uh, so, we have, so we have a copy of this game to give away if anyone still hasn't played it on another system and wants yeah, to play we, it on we PC. We don't know why we should give it away. Yeah. We, well, we just we have one to give away. So. We do. Um, we can do that somehow. Maybe should we should discuss it during the break. <laughs> yeah. Are we already ready for a break? Which wow. we are taking right now. All right. Oh. We'll be back in a sec. Video. Well, let's talk about Beatles Rock Band. Let's do it. Two. The Beatles 2. The Beatles 2. Rock Band. Rock Band. (laughs) 2. Yeah, I basically only really want to play this game right now. Beatles Rock Band? Yeah. Well, because I don't... Are you Sing Star, Beatles Rock Band? Yeah. Beatles Aerosmith Band. Uh, I you know, know I, I don't buy these um, the the you know Guitar Hero or the rhythm games the, those wacky rhythm games I uh, I've only really bought like Guitar Hero one Rock Band one and then I owned Rock Band two but I didn't really play it very much and so whenever I whenever you know now I'm playing Beatles Rock Band and like by the time I I get one of these it's always been long enough since the previous one that I basically just don't want to play other games for that for that period of time. Right. I just mm-hmm. want to keep playing that one. And I'm definitely in that phase with Beatles Rock Band right now. And I have all this other shit I could be doing. I've got Batman, which I have which I have played a few hours of. I've got the the Novent Falcon, which is which is fun. And I've got all these other games that just came out. And I pretty much, as long as it's not at a time of day that's gonna you know, like the middle of the night where I'm just gonna immediately infuriate people. Or Zuma. Or Zuma. I pretty much just want to play Beatles Rock Band. (laughs) Sorry. Well, yeah, I played Zuma mainly when I was actually at the hotel for the press event yesterday. So I can can talk about that if you want. We can Um, talk about the Beatles for a second. Okay. Is is there anything to talk about that we didn't already spoil during the break and waste? Um, Yeah. I bought that uh, Gretsch guitar. Oh, how is it? The expensive one? The $100 one? I'm really glad I bought it. Is it? <laughs> what is the? Uh, was that the? Is that the hundred dollar one? Yeah, it's hundred dollars. Jesus, uh, is it yeah. worth hundred dollars? So you've got that, and you got the Iron Drum Rocker. Now? I do. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's sad. <laughs> what's so but good really about? Good. What's uh, so good about the Gretsch? Uh, it's it's just it. God, it's just constructed really nicely. It also it it um, 
it uh it it has all the you know rock band 2 guitar features which i have never used uh before because i I just i had the original rock band guitar which kind of sucked but um this one uh has a really nice strum bar and it also does the auto sync thing which is amazing uh calibration yeah the calibration i've i've had so many problems with calibration and to fix that instantly with the uh that's pretty amazing with the auto thing yeah the regular guitar hero 2 guitar does that though yeah that's what i'm saying i just i skipped that generation of guitars yeah me too i skipped straight to the hundred dollar one yeah well i'm still using the i like i have you know guitar hero one ps2 guitars in my closet and then i have guitar like rock band yeah i know yeah guitars so i've kind of got the worst of every of each generation and i'm still using the rock band one guitars uh, they they are not that good, but yeah, yeah. You're you're making me consider spending a hundred dollars on a worthless really fucking nice. thing it, it th- <laughs> on yeah. a video game peripheral. Another yeah. fucking thing. Like I need more. It does convert into a Tony Hawk skateboard, though. Oh, sweet! <laughs> so you won't be playing that game with a controller in your hand. <laughs> Maybe you will be in this case because you're using a guitar. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Beatles Rock Band. Uh, yeah, actually, I. I think I said this last week, but I really didn't ever play any Guitar Hero or right, Rock yeah, Band games or, yeah. ever, except like two times when I... Like at parties and stuff. Yeah, when I was annoyed that I was the second person stuck playing Iron Man for the 80th time. <laughs> that was basically the last time I ever played that stuff. And uh, yeah, so I understand now why everyone likes these rhythm games that the kids are uh, talking <laughs> yeah. about. Uh, yeah, also, as I was saying during the break, Beatles Rock Band is the first thing that's ever convinced me to like sing since elementary school probably <laughs> and nice. uh it reminded me that i can't <laughs> uh yep so yeah. Yeah. i get about four songs if i'm singing i get about four songs in and my voice just starts to completely crack <laughs> and just disintegrate and i keep trying to push it because i'm like having so much fun yep. and i get to the point where i'm like ah! yep it just turns into just nonsense yeah. yeah it's it's goddamn fun even if it's, it's the most embarrassing thing in the world yeah <laughs> yeah uh, it's really good yep yeah, it's it's a stupid thing to say in about five years too late, but I really enjoy when in in uh, this game, like I've I've been playing the bass a lot because I'm uh, both a baby and really like the bass lines. Uh, I still suck balls at these games, but uh, <laughs> it is ex- it's extraordinarily fun once you know what you're doing and uh, your brain starts treating it like a thing that is not a video game. I don't know if that holds true for everyone in the world but it, it i don't know you know what's weird it, about it, it actually it, it, it feels like an instrument even if it's not like in a in like a weird sort of nebulous way yeah yeah well that's the point is just sort of create the sensation right of, but i right. mean like i, yeah. I also haven't Take i haven't actively i haven't actually actively played an instrument either probably since high school or like sophomore year of college which was a while ago at this point yeah and it reminded me that i should unlike singing right uh, <laughs> like oh i remember the feeling of doing things and then music occurs right right I can't do that anymore either. I'm a worthless human being. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about this game is that it 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 actually, from just a uh, 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 programming standpoint, is a step up from from Rock Band Two. I went back and played Rock Band Two the other day, and uh, just like the store is is a is just a lot smoother. Like you can't uh, download something in the background in Rock Band Two. You have to wait for it to finish. But on Beatles, it just does that automatically and you can you know leave and just there are a lot of like usability things that they've sort of you know very quietly upgraded in beatles that uh when you go back and play rock band 2 it, it's kind of noticeable yeah. that's cool so yeah well it's, it's a really good, good game, game. <laughs> jinx Uh-oh. oh man you owe me a beer what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i don't know okay. you didn't have that no all right it was a coke usually yeah oh, well either way yeah that's a you owe me something school you were <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you attended <laughs> you owe me a beer 
like you in second grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, whatever, you know. In Jake's elementary school, they had a choir, and in mine, we did other things, I guess. Oh, no, the choir wasn't part of my school. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Jake just nodded suggestively. I don't know what that was supposed to mean. <laughs> I wouldn't call that school. <laughs> what? Yeah. Anyway, so, Beatles Rock Band is pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. So you were revenged by Azuma? Oh God, yeah. Zuma had its had its revenge on me. Mm-hmm. Um, you were some sort of stone frog. Yep. So I, I played. I, I don't know if I've ever talked about it really on this podcast. <laughs> Mouth, whatever it is. But right. uh, yeah. it's a pop cap puzzle game. It's you know, shoot balls into other balls and they all explode and then it's fun <laughs> and you get points for it. And uh, the first Zuma I actually played a lot of. I played this game basically on and off for about two years like- uh, until until I completed it essentially. Um, it got pretty hard towards the later levels, which is why it, which is why it took me that long. I've sort of just played it, you know, I'd go a few months, I wouldn't play it. I'd come back I'd you know, play, get through a yeah. few more levels. I'd go back. It was a very sort of Zuma is kind of actually really good. I, yeah. Zuma made me the horrible person who every time I got a new cell phone for a few years, I would just rebuy Zuma. Oh, really? Because cell phone software is terrible and I'm a terrible person, but, uh, it's anyway, sorry. I, I never confessed my love of Zuma before. That said, I would <laughs> never fine. spend two years on the last level of the game. Yeah, well, it wasn't exactly that. It was the way that it works is it's checkpoint based. So, you know, I you'd have to so you play through a bunch checkpoint. of it to like get through. Right. Okay. And then I would get to different points, and then I'd eventually die somewhere in right. the. It wasn't like one specific stage. It was just I, you know, I would always lose my lives by the end of that thing. Actually, what was frustrating is the way I would play Zuma for a while was uh, if I lost any lives a lot of times i would just start the entire world over right where it's just, if you're not well sometimes you end up getting into that mode especially with casual games like that where right. it's just you need the fucking perfect run because you right. know you're gonna get destroyed right three exactly. levels in so it's just oh nope stop reset right reset and then but then i realized when i finally beat the game that what that the fucking level that i kept restarting on when i lost was like the second to last one and, <laughs> and like i should i when i you eventually just, just kept through. going yeah i was eventually able to beat it after a few tries but um so that was idiotic of me but um anyway zuma so so zuma 2 came out they you know i beat this zuma 1 finally like probably about a month ago and it was you know, that was right when, when PopCap was saying, oh, new Zuma is coming out. And it was like, oh, man, all right, great. I'm all set for that. And um, it turns out it's been incredibly disappointing. Like, it's been a really just amazingly rote experience. Like, you, you start off and... So it's like a level pack? It's sort of like a level pack, yeah. They, they, they redid all of the graphics, though. Like, it's all it's extremely high res now. I mean, it you load it up, and your first impression is, wow, this looks really like nice. the density it's is higher. The, super dense, yeah. You know, I run the, it. At, the definition, I guess, is also good. Lots of, lots of Ps going on there. Um, and so, you know, I load it up at 1920 by 1200. Really great. Looks really nice. It's all colorful. It's way, way more intricate than before. And it was actually, this is really stupid, but it was actually extremely... Um, God, okay. So this ties into the gaming fears thing. Remember when the guy wrote in that email whenever it was two weeks ago or a week? Was it like too much realism? You couldn't handle it? No, it was... All right. So basically, I had played Zuma 1 so much for such a long period of time that that was like the equivalent of my... Like, what do you you call that that babies have? Like, because I'm a baby. Like a security blanket? Yeah, the security blanket. I I was not aware of this until Zuma 2... 
I had like a really strong connection, I guess, with all of the very specific like colors and patterns and shapes and everything of the balls. Because when I, it was fucking weird. I've never had this sensation before in playing a game. I loaded up Zuma's Revenge and all of the- It got its revenge, apparently. It had its fucking revenge. It freaked me out. I'm like, oh, this isn't what I know. This isn't what I'm comfortable with. This, this isn't is my weird. Zuma. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it seriously, <laughs> it seriously felt. You were like, the stranded kid in the shopping center at that point? Yeah. Like, that's exactly what it was like. It was, I, it was fucking surreal. Uh, it was bizarre that I would have that kind of, that reaction. It was so alien to me. Like it's for being the exact same game, like for, for being a game where almost but it came back wrong. Apparently. Yeah, exactly. It was like the weird, like, uh, you know, your, your, it's like the dark your world lover dies. And then the mad scientist brings her back as like a crazy Frankenstein, like reanimated corpse. And don't you love me anymore? <laughs> it's like, Oh God, no, no get no. away from me. Holy shit. Launching balls out of the, out of the frog <laughs> mouth. Like it is a fat, to see, get away go go <laughs> yeah it, it was it was basically that it freaked me out and then to make matters worse you know like an hour in when i when i finally just fucking got over it and just got used to it and just started then it's like zuma classic then no. it was, no then it was basically just like the the least interesting <laughs> sequel ever it was so just it was like intriguing only because of your fear yeah exactly and then <laughs> you know now i i basically i played through 56 levels in a row without losing a single life for one thing so it felt like just the longest like warm-up phase ever I you thought, mastered your fears yes I, th I thought that but i really think if i went back to zuma one i don't think i'd be able to play 56 goddamn levels without dying i, I still don't your think senses I are heightened no, but I mean, I'm saying if I actually went back to Zuma one, I don't think I, I think it would the hard parts would still be hard, um, because I I never got to the point in Zuma one where I could just blaze through the entire game on one life. Right. Um, but it's and yeah. then and even the so there are a couple new things. You, there's like linear track rather than spinning around radially, and that's kind of interesting occasionally, I guess. And there's boss battles, some of which are sort of fun, but they're kind of like you know. But adding, it's Zuma. It's Zuma. Yeah, it's such a it's such a like not what you're doing actually 95% of the time and it just it ends up being such a basic exercise in just tacking one on and and calling it a sequel that it it actually really was extremely disappointing. I don't really know what I should have expected, but I've never actually played a direct sequel to like a I was sort of hoping that they would turn it into game. like Space Harrier. <laughs> Yeah, see, I don't know. That, I don't know what I was expecting. I, I can't. I don't know if I can criticize them for this or not, because it's like, what else would they do other than just do the right. same game again? But I don't know. I mean, I guess the answer to that one is, thing is yeah. oh, the answer to that is well, no, we'll the change the subject. I was just going to say the answer to that is just basically I don't know because I I didn't think about it. Like you know what I mean? Right. I didn't think about what I wanted the sequel to be at all, and it turns out it's just here's some more levels. Well, that frog is it, the chosen one for being twenty dollars. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, just when you were talking about perfectionism and playing a level over and over again, that yeah. reminded me of Trials HD. Oh, yeah. God, and that game. My favorite fucking thing about that game, and someone pointed this out on the Out of Thumbs forums as well, is that that game has instant restart and instant checkpoint return. Oh, so good. There's You don't have to go to the menu and choose restart. You just... Yeah. Where you just hit Y or whatever, and your guy just snaps back. Although to the when you go level. back to the checkpoint, your timer still keeps going. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. I know. But I mean, if you just want to sort of scope out the level yeah, the first yeah, time yeah, through, yeah. but also just rebooting it, it's all it's the fact that that is so quick makes that game just. I mean, like this is, now I'm going to drift into horrible mode. But when I'm playing something like Peggle or Zuma, yeah. I always wish that that button was. Oh there. yeah, any, any game. I basically wish that with anything that's round based. Any sort of yeah, ever. any round based or yeah. sort of like real time puzzle point, stuff point where you just yeah. want to, you just want 
button that just goes boom yeah. and just snaps you right back yeah. to the start. And the fact that Trials has that makes ah uh, that plus the the competing against your friends uh, real time leaderboard that's always running at the top of the screen on the right. Xbox One. I don't know if the PC, the PC one has one's that. The same thing, yeah. Oh, it has it through. Steam, that game just f- fucking drives you to just. To just never finish a level until you're confident that you're right. gonna have a perfect yeah. run. Oh God, yeah, that's God, what Beatles damn. Rock Band for me is like. But the only person I know who has this game on my friends list is Nick, and so I'm pretty sure I've beat like every single one of your records <laughs> on everything. Certainly on really? drums, anyway. Now you're gonna drive me to play it. Well, <laughs> I, I I don't know. I've been mainly doing drums, so I, I oh, can't okay. speak I for guitar or bass. But yeah. I don't. I think you've done basically guitar. no bass because I didn't see you on any of those. Really. Um, oh, also drums. Drums are but drums. Hard. Yeah, I've kicked your ass on everything on the drums. Well, in case you're wondering, you're a drummer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. I, I really wonder how this game is selling because I mean, I guess it's selling it's, well, I but guess like it's exceeding when you can be like the. Word. the th- my mom really wants Beatles Rock Band. Really? I Does actually have really a system bad. That's capable of I just bought it? my mom Beatles Rock my, Band for her birthday. My brother has <laughs> an Xbox 360. Console? Uh, she already owns a PS3. Really? So, yeah. Wow. You yeah. guys, your parents are very different than my parents. No, I mean, my 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 brother owns a uh, owns a 360. But my mom was like, I really also I want to get Wii Fit. Uh, do you have to buy that separately from the Wii? Do you have to buy Beatles Rock Band separately from the nice. Wii? Because I really want Beatles well, Rock Band. Bobby Kotick has her in mind. <laughs> oh man. Oh ah. I'll I'll bring it next week. Uh, you know how Bobby Kotick in, also he's talking about splitting splitting Guitar Hero off from. Uh, from platforms and just that's making... That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sorry, but you just alluded to it without explaining oh, it. But sorry, that was yeah. in, his, in that same thing where he's talking about making everything terrible. He also said that Guitar Hero was potentially going to become a standalone platform independent of consoles. Yeah. Uh, which is crazy, and I was thinking to myself, how is that going to be? And then someone at Telltale has, like, a little red plastic guitar that he got out of a box of Golden Grams <laughs> <laughs> that is Guitar Hero branded and I have to bring it in so we can take some pictures of it and, and record some sweet riffs. Uh, is it like guitar- the Saxaboom? Like what? It's, it's a little plastic guitar with a, a little like strum button and then a red, yellow, and green button at the top and y- when you press the strum bar it just goes and uh, it's oh man so it's it, a, that's that's kind of depressing already achieved it's his a, goal i thought there was guitar hero cereal it's Am a I toy guitar up? of a toy guitar it's yeah. not even a like toy real guitar no it's a toy it's guitar, a toy, guitar toy, of guitar, guitar, guitar. Hero. it's it's like a red shitty rip off of a flying v that's hilarious uh, anyway ah uh, i wish i had brought it in so that i could record some sounds but so I think that we found, though, I think that, that they've actually sort of been seeding. Kojic the, has succeeded, yeah. Well, yeah, just the, sort of in the tradition of Guitar Hero Fruit Rolls. <laughs> right. Uh, sort of the soft launch, no marketing. They've yeah. also got the standalone Guitar Hero platform appearing in General Mills cereal boxes. Uh, sort of a, <laughs> sort of a soft launch. Right. Uh, so get ready for that. Sweet. It, it doesn't seem to support DLC. Mm. Well, that's step two. I think you mentioned that. Oh, okay. Right. He, like, he, he, that was what confused me about that statement. You'll notice a port like, on your yeah. Golden Grahams guitar. <laughs> <laughs> but I love the idea that, that uh, I don't know, Kotick just doesn't, he doesn't want anyone else to have any dollars at all. Right. And, like, it's just completely, just we, you know, there was someone who was making money off of this and it wasn't me. And that had to be put right. Yes! <laughs> oh, man, did we find it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Nick has loaded up a video. Can this is totally pointless. The, but, the mic really quick. <laughs> nice. Anyway, so yeah, that's the Golden Grams guitar. Wow. Well, only in Canada, apparently. Only in Canada. Yeah. It's like the it's like the Beyond Good and Evil cheese. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> oh man, there was apparently salmon max pudding available in Germany. <laughs> what? <laughs> 
Oh, what the man. hell is with all these weird, like, okay. So we got Golden Graham's guitars, Beyond Good and Evil cheese, and Sam and Max pudding. Yep. Wow. You could have a full, part of this balanced, uh, horrible meal. <laughs> also, you have to eat Golden Graham's cheese and pudding. <laughs> that just sounds, I don't know, it sounds like a pretty normal day for me. I don't I mean... <laughs> What, what, did, did Sam and Max actually come with the pudding, or was it just Sam and no, Max branded pudding? No, it was, it was pudding? just it was just pudding that had like Sam and Max box art on it and said Sam and Max. Uh, That's amazing that the brand there is strong enough that they can be right. their own tie-in and not have the game be the. You know what I mean? Like Sam and Max in the United States would not be strong enough to do that. You'd need to actually include the game itself and oh, then yeah, no, say these just, are these characters we're learning about. It was like Sam and Max to sell pudding. It was Sam and Max season one pudding. Wow, that's really <laughs> weird. Really? Yeah, Joe Wood was, they were crazy wow. about Sam and Max, apparently. <laughs> like, yeah. Goddamn. Yeah, All right. Anyway. Did you have any of that? Do you have any of the, the, the German Sam I Max I wish pudding? that I had Sam Max pudding. I only have pictures of it. <laughs> oh. Oh, well. Well, that's pretty good. But I bet it was delicious. Yeah. Man, speaking of Beyond Good and Evil, actually. Um, <laughs> and so, pudding. And pudding. And cheese. Um, I, I don't know if this is a comparison that other people will find valid, but I... Batman kind of reminds me of Beyond Good and Evil in a way, in that, uh, I, I, you know, again, I, I'm not a fan of, of having to kill every goddamn guy ever, but I I do like how the game is, is kind of a, a low-level pastiche of a, of a bunch of different genres in a way that is, is fairly low um, in complexity. I mean, you've got... You've got your sort of basic stealth game in there that, that allows you to fairly easily be really competent at being a stealthy Batman. Uh, you've got your action game, which... A you stealthy can, Batman. <laughs> a stealthy Batman, which you can basically play as a button masher, but which is incredibly fluid and incredibly well-designed. Uh, you've got your almost vaguely Metroid-esque, like, hub-based explorable world as you get more items and can, can surpass new obstacles. You've got all these these disparate elements that usually don't coexist. Uh, all really smoothly integrated into one game uh, in a way that doesn't really require you to be an expert at any of them, um, which is what I really liked about Beyond Good and Evil. I thought that game was just a really nice fusion of of all those kind of things. So, some of the same things and some different things, obviously. But uh, I like that about it. I, I, I think it's kind of a cool area of game design. Like, if you're going to make a game that isn't really that difficult or you know isn't isn't very complex right at um, least make it do a bunch of different stuff exactly like yeah. you, you can balance that, that, that out that with interesting design when when you play on hard uh it, because there are simple elements the the way that they increase the difficulty is just this guy kills you in three hits oh, okay and, are you uh, playing on a hard yeah, it, yeah i'm just it's, playing it on it's normal pretty dumb that's too bad uh, i'm gonna restart and play on normal yeah it doesn't seem it doesn't feel like no a game dynamic that you'd difficulty be playing on hard to me mm, no it's it's mm. yeah <laughs> Anyway, it definitely does feel to me like a sort of normal game in that, yeah, you're you know, like to just coast it's, through it. And, it's, and yeah, I mean, it is that kind of game where you just Batman. kind of you yeah. are being Batman for a while. Yeah. I, but I think they, they, they are have been pretty successful with that. Um, you were going to talk about something at some point, and then I, I stomped on your seg. Oh, no, I, I've just been sitting here like you're talking about like the iPhone thing or something. Yeah. Yeah. I was sort of marveling. I didn't actually look at some of these. Uh, game Loft has gone kind of crazy. I don't know. Have you guys seen this stuff? Not I mean, really. they've, they've always. I saw. I saw was one... Gameloft before they were crazy. <laughs> well, they've they, they're, they're, they've mean... been doing the same thing. I mean, they're a cell phone game company. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I saw that. I saw their their hilarious complete Halo ripoff game yeah. on iPhone. Oh yeah. It basically is Called Halo. Nova. 
Yeah, uh, it is Halo right down to UI elements. It's the uh, most brazen ripoff. Anyone who yeah. thinks Halo, I mean, Halo does have a lot of generic elements to it, but anyone who thinks Halo is just a sort of generally generic game, all you need to do is look at this game to be like, oh, I guess Halo yeah. is like. But in specific things style. about Halo, actually, yeah, as yeah. As hmm. demonstrated by these guys ripping all those right. things off. In addition <laughs> this, to that, this though, game like, like no other thing except Halo. Like, yeah. it's, it's not. They're not. I mean, okay. There's that. There's there's Nova, and then they also have uh, Modern Combat Sandstorm, which is essentially uh, Modern Warfare. Blades of Fury, which looks like identical to Soul Calibur. Uh, Gangstar West Coast Hustle, wow. which is GTA. I mean, I'll, and I'll, I'll, Zoom I'll load up one of these. <laughs> <laughs> Guitar Rock Hero. Guitar uh, Rock Hero. Which looks exactly Jesus. like Guitar Hero. Uh, oh, here's, really? What? Here, here's Gangstar. I thought you were going to say Batman Arkham Asylum. <laughs> what is this, Gangstar? That, yeah. Wow, yeah, that's like GTA 3, basically. Or yeah. like San Andreas. Yeah, it's San Andreas. Yeah. Uh, I mean, get, the Guitar Hero thing is ridiculous. Guitar Rock Hero. There's a Dungeon Hero. Hunter, which is Diablo. Uh, does it actually look like Diablo? Because actually not very many things look like Diablo. It does uh, in terms of mostly the UI stuff. I mean, the actual game is not exactly Diablo, obviously, because you're not going to be... Well, I, mean, I guess you could sort of fake Diablo by clicking on guys, but here, I'll load it up really quickly. But uh, Yeah, it was a, it was a pretty uh, ballsy move, the the Halo thing. That's Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's, this it's is the Halo blatant. 3 style, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they, so they're that's going like, for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Guitar Hero one is spot on Guitar Hero. I mean, it's, it's well that it's that that one might be the the most forgivable of these because I mean, I suppose, yeah. You know, you've already got Rock Band and Guitar Hero being the same thing essentially. Well, well, they're different. I, but, but, I mean, I'm talking just like from a one of them's got all okay, crazy yeah. tube amp lights all over the place and right. stuff, and, <laughs> yeah. now, and one of them is yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, oh, and Kurt Cobain's corpse. God, I was I yeah. was uh, actually kind of because uh, I, I really wasn't paying very close attention to to uh, the Kurt Cobain stuff, and I was kind of wondering why people were getting so bent out of shape about it because I assumed it was like the Beatles, where he's just in there playing right. Nirvana songs, and it had been kind of cleared. Nope, and he it was raps. Like, nope. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> who does whatever the fuck you want. Yeah, you can have Kurt Cobain going, yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. Next to. A skeleton playing the drums and a cartoon character made out of your Xbox avatar. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yep. Are you serious? You can also have Johnny Activision? Cash do that. Sorry, as it's well. like <laughs> Jesus. Oh, it's like a weird version of the future of Japan. <laughs> oh, Sorry, like in a movie when you yeah. Yeah. go to like 2055 and then right. weird CG Kurt Cobain and Johnny Cash and a skeleton offer you a Pepsi or something. In a karaoke bar. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it was, but ghoulish. it's real now. It was and weird to watch. They're taking the fun out of. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, no, I mean that that video. The, someone captured a video that is what I'm describing, mm -hmm. and it it really resonated pretty well with that Bobby Kotick thing. It really was the absolute epitome of just at market everything, like turn everything into a commodity, all just on one screen. Yep. You know what I mean? You've got. You've got like dead rock star. You've got like hip rap song or whatever. You've got crazy all about you personal personalized character cartoon face. You've got crazy like hardcore skeleton avatar. It was the most like crass thing I've seen in a video game in quite a while. And obviously, you know, it's up to the player to put all those elements in the game. But there's just offering a platform that those are the things that are offered at the all the same time i don't know it was weird it was a weird yeah. thing to see on a screen it's like buying second life at walmart 
yeah, you know what I mean? Right, like, exactly. a little taste like, of that kind oh, of, like, lunacy. sounds nice. So, yeah. yeah. Right. What? Yeah. But without any 9, intent behind penises. Second Life. Right, right. Yeah. 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 If, <laughs> if it also had 9,000 penises and you could just get a dragon costume uh, and put it on a penis and, <laughs> and, then, and then fly it to some like private island. Five yeah. of, uh, taking the right. <laughs> oh, man. When is Guitar Hero going to go open world? It probably will. Yeah, I'm you sure. probably will be a get like your bus and drive budding, to the venue. A budding rock star who meets Tony Hawk, and he has you. He has you. Uh, you know, perform a sweet gig at the the skateboard. Your budding rock star, like, Kurt Cobain, Skeleton <laughs> Cash. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh man. Sorry. The idea of grabbing a give it two years or so. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, I think a Guitar Hero MMO was mentioned at some point. I'm sure. Yeah, Along with guitar a, villain and fucking keyboard hero and yeah, yeah. world Ugh, of guitars, sort of drum God. bureaucrat. I don't, like, <laughs> but I'd play that game. Gameloft will beat them to the punch though. With uh, yeah, no guitar world, yeah. world of guitar rock hero <laughs> <laughs> on the iPhone. Right. God, what a what a ridiculous platform to put stuff like that. Anyway, yeah. Reader mail. Reader mail. Let's let's move right along to that. Let's take a break first. Breaking. It's time for classic reader mail. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God. All right. And it's like, eh, I don't want to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. It's I'll too do long. It. I don't fuck this. If, if I fucking sow that field, it's mine to read. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> All right. Okay. Time for reader mail. Here we go. From you, the readers. What? From you, the readers. Oh. <laughs> okay. From you, the readers. Uh, so Shane, forum user Snappity, writes... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, I thought, is that his name? Shane, quote, forum user Snappity? <laughs> That's probably his name. Uh, Nick Stradamus, he writes. He says, hey guys, I was listening to the War of the Broses episode. That's, by the way... Uh, this is a really self-indulgent thing to say, but I think War of the Broses yeah, is our, be is our best. best episode title ever. I think that yeah. was Jake. You're welcome. So, yeah. Good job with that one. All right. So he says, hey, guys, I was listening to the War of the Broses episode, and I was shocked to hear an accidental prediction that has since come true. At the one hour, 23 minute, 20 second mark, Nick is talking about sports games and how they don't change much every year, and he compares that to having a new Left 4 Dead game released a year later with a new character roster. How crazy <laughs> would that be? Oh, shit. <laughs> anyway, I just thought Nick's unintentional look in the future was amusing and scary. Shane. Uh, we, yeah. we apparently call everything that happens in the game industry. Uh, that might so, be a little bit too extreme, but well, sometimes we joke about how ludicrous something would be, and then it's and then real. it actually right. happens. Yeah, like yep. that one time when there was a Tony Hawk skateboard controller. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, we've got our fingers crossed for a Guitar Hero open world game. Yeah, it's true. Uh, uh, two, it's two, <laughs> it's two. Yeah, let's see what else we have here. Oh man, it's Mark Roberts uh, writes to uh, say, Dear Thumbs, first off, sorry about my Jake-centric uh, last email, <laughs> scaring the shit out of Jake. Yeah, that wasn't You'll that have was... to forgive my dry British humor. It displeased you with a depth that surprised me. <laughs> 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 All right, so he says, anyway, well, video I, I liked it. Yeah, anyway, video games. I use the UK's equivalent of Netflix, and I've been thinking about upgrading so I can rent console games for the obvious cost savings and convenience. I was wondering if you guys have any thoughts on rentals. Do you ever rent games, or do you pr prefer to have something you can keep forever? Are rentals in general a good way to get casual gamers interested, or are they useful revenue er, and a useful ex extra revenue stream for the industry, or do they kill it? Also, industry interested to hear your thoughts. Man, I can't read. Mark, P.S. What size clothes does Jake wear? Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll forward this on to you, and you can reply to him in detail. Yeah, I will. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm not a fan of rentals, but I, I understand, you know, why people like them. I, I don't know how rentals work financially. I kind of doubt that they're anything other than just a bot game, but I mean, maybe there is a... No, they, they, is there a don't get anything from them. 
Yeah. Not in this. Not in the United States. Yeah, I mean, I remember like when the home video market elsewhere. first started, there were things like Blockbuster has to buy the video from the from the studio, like the rental version for hundreds of right. dollars or whatever. But I don't that think doesn't, games that doesn't have that. Here. Yeah. No, yeah, the games industry is not together enough no. for that to be a stipulation. No. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I well, it does. I mean, renting a game from a publisher does what create a demand for a future game from that publisher that the that well, might, might <laughs> overall influence theoretically the, the, you know yeah i mean the buying of uh further yeah, games I, for that publisher but. i'm i'm not that into the game rental thing i tried it for a little while and it just made me annoyed uh that i wasn't owning any of these games <laughs> but uh, i used to rent games as a child you, all the time you though love gamefly uh, right yes no i i think everybody should rent games uh <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to put you on the spot there, Nick. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> yeah, I know ne- I never rented games as a kid, so I, I it's actually one thing I just never. Oh, I always rented games as a kid, but as as I never a, I never a, did as a person with an income at this point, I just sort of buy the games that I want to play. Right. Also, I'm a lot more picky about what games I even bother to play at this point. So, yeah. whereas when I was younger, I always wanted to. Play I used to, to rent to systems sa- as a kid. Sample the shit out of stuff, but at this point, when I hear someone say, "Oh, it's probably a rental." That means I almost always end up just either looking for a second opinion, or it's don't not, not don't like play it. it. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. I um, there were very few. There was a time a, a long time ago when you could rent PC games, and I remember doing that once or Jesus. twice. Really? Well, it was a long time. I mean, it, from you know, where? Like from a just local like shop? local local places. Okay, yeah, yeah, you could just rent the diskettes and and yeah. And wow, copy. I never I and, never uh, experienced that. Yeah, they definitely existed at, at local places, and I I did that once or twice, but it was kind of a pain. Yeah, I um. You have to install it like having a boot disk. <laughs> I mean, you know, I used to I used to rent man. systems occasionally when I when I like, yeah. I if there was, was like I didn't have a Genesis, so like maybe you know. Every year, I might rent a Genesis and play a couple yeah, of I remember, games. Yeah, I remember I, before we had a Super Nintendo, it was always a big deal because my parents would have to put down the deposit on renting man, the system. I that's the first time I played a Super Nintendo. I rented it because I it my, Mario my parents, World, amazing. Fucking yeah, Mario World. I played Mario World as a rental and then convinced my parents to buy it for me for Christmas. But it came out before Christmas, and I was like, I can't wait to play this. I'm just gonna rent it. <laughs> and uh, and yeah, that's how I played Mario World. Sweet. One of the last and a game, PlayStation as one well. One of the last like the games first, I actually rented, I think, was. Yoshi's Island, right at the mm. end of the life of the Super Nintendo, yeah. and I think I remember renting it because the rental place also had the like Nintendo of America promotional video about it that oh, you got man, for those renting it. Were amazing! So yeah. I was more excited about that maybe than Yoshi's yeah. Island, and then also the rental Yoshi's place was always good. that place where you could walk in and there would be games to play, like Blockbuster would always, right? Be. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. You know, games to play, and you could see what's going on, what's happening. I guess that place is GameStop now. Uh, or Game Crazy. Yes. Yeah. Game Crazy? I like that store, actually. Yeah. I don't know if they're still good. I've really been there in a while because yeah, there isn't one near here, but... Yeah. I remember when Game Crazy first opened up inside all the Hollywood videos. It was like, oh, a retail chain that isn't shit and that... Well, they were cool. They would they, carry stuff all the way back to the original NES. Yeah. I, I think mm. they still have a lot of older stuff on the... Sh- on the in, oh, yeah? In the, under the glass counters. Yeah. There. Yeah. That's but it cool. made it feel like a real game store. Yeah. Also, God. I sort of got the feeling that that was just... Like Hollywood videos, find like God. We've been warehousing all these never sold uh, rentals. <laughs> right. I'd always yeah. sort of assumed that was what that. Shelf yeah, was I mean that, that probably originally just... is where that spawned, but then they, you know, you right, can sell cycled. that stuff to them too. Yeah, I, uh, it was you know, it was thinking... cool for me because I never, you know, I never owned any of those consoles, and so I thought it was really rad to go. Like I actually bought. Uh, like a Dreamcast from Game Crazy. Yeah, I bought, I bought a Dreamcast like a, as well. A, uh, like a, one of the old top-loading NESs I from I bought Game a, Crazy. I bought a Genesis 3, I think. I did from too. Them. I bought a Genesis 3 and it didn't work actually, which sucked. Burn. Um, there was this game called King Arthur's... Oh, fuck. Was it King Arthur's Castle something? Oh, fuck. I'm fucking this all up. But it was a, it was a really good game. It was this strat- like sort of side-scrolling um, strategy game. Kind of like Lemmings, but... Uh, 
but with with uh, uh, wizards. Um, Go on. Yeah, no, it's really good. Oh man, I wish I could. I wish I could think of the actual name. I'm gonna look this up while Chris reads the next email. But uh, but yeah, no, I, I liked uh, is uh, it, rental stuff. Is it for... Toys R Us that said just now that they'll take used yes, games they will. all the way back to like the all the way Atari? Okay. Atari, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Toys R Us now takes used games, but they'll take them all the way back to when Toys R Us started selling video games. Yeah, it's apparently. Amazing. Yeah. <sighs> That's crazy. Yep. I I, I sort of assume that they're. Their strategy with that is that they'll just vacuum up huge amounts of games that they can eBay and occasionally nab a collector's game off an idiot. Because otherwise, that, I can't imagine that being commercially viable. Yeah. To just like, oh, please give us your 800th copy right. of the Atari 2600 yeah. Pac-Man yeah. that no one wants. Right. But yeah, they'll just take... I don't know. I actually... that They also probably just did it so that people like me would talk about it. Because <laughs> uh, I remember, you know, when sort of I first became aware of video game consoles, it was seeing an Atari 2600 going to Toys R Us with my grandparents. Uh, and like Toys R Us was just what was associated in my brain with the place where video games come from for a really right. long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially of that, like, of the rainbow wood grain era of video games. Yeah. King Pretty Arthur's classic world. era. And someone made a really cool, some companies actually released... <laughs> King Arthur's World. King, this game is actually amazing. People should look this game up and play it. It is still... Really? I know for a fact, like, I, I, this is not nostalgia at all. It is an amazing game. It's really good. Argonaut Games made this. Uh, what systems? Uh, uh, Super Nintendo, I think, only. Yeah. Yeah, it's SNES. Four megabit cartridge. Sweet. Um, oh, it's yeah. It's really good. It's really good. I won't go on and on, but uh, it's like 400. It's an excellent strategy. Game. Yeah. Do we have an actual answer for this guy that isn't from our childhood? At the, I think. We, do you still rent games? Is that the question? Or I, think, I guess I mean, he's he's what do you about, think about, about like, what rentals you generally? About like, uh, yeah, I don't know. If you want to use them, use them. Yeah. I generally buy games because I like to have them, and I'm I. Uh, it's it's getting increasingly rare as time goes on, but I always I just like having the library of games that I have liked that I can go back to, and I yeah. don't like rentals for the reason that I can't go back to a game that I actually enjoyed without having to then buy it on top of whatever I'm paying a month for a rental service. But yeah. I, I don't have a uh, I don't have an ideological problem with them, even though I probably should. I guess I kind of do. It's not one that I like get all crazy about or anything, but I sort of for the same reason I, I never buy used games. Well. I would buy a used game for something like, for example, an NES or whatever. Obviously, I mean something that's not actually current. I have no compunction about that. But a uh, sort of current stuff, I never, I never buy used, and I don't really rent just because I have that kind of thing about. I I used to be more curmudgeonly about that, but I I feel at this point like nonsense. If if you're gonna buy a game, you're gonna buy a game. If you're not gonna buy a game. Not offering a rental service probably isn't going to make that many more people buy a game. So rent a goddamn game. Yeah. Were you addressing that to the people who run the co- the rental no, services? No, just, just the world. I mean, you know, I, you know, I mean, there are people who are just super opposed to to rentals because it is, you know, taking food out of the mouths of the games industry because a rental service is having three hundred people play this game that would have otherwise had to all buy it for $60 instead of paying their $20 Gamefly subscription. But would all of those people actually I feel purchase? like it's, I feel like well, it's, that's the same. I mean, it's, that's it's similar to the piracy, the piracy argument, argument and it's yeah. just you know it it sucks for a lot of reasons but I don't think that reality is going to change that and also it's a lot less damaging than the piracy thing for me because at least these people are paying someone for a service in some capacity but yeah yeah I don't 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I guess the thing about that to me is that people get into a mentality of, well, if this is a single player game, I'm just going to rent it. And I, I just I hate the idea that the games people think are worth actually buying well, are just the multiplayer ones or the MMOs also, or as the, the ones that last forever. As, I, the, as the future appears, that will not become the case anymore anyway, because you'll buy a game digitally. Yes. And if a rental service exists digitally, uh, it will exist almost guaranteed in a way where you get some sort of kickback from it as a developer. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I think uh, it'll take a while on the console side, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, th- but that model is starting to show up now on Amazon and iTunes with uh, video content, where you can buy it. You can buy something from Amazon uh, on demand or Amazon, Amazon on demand, whatever it is, Unbox, yeah, right. for yeah. eight dollars, or you can rent it for two ninety five, and then you can only keep it for X number of days. Right, right, right. X number of viewings. You can only beat a Final Fantasy game three times under the rental <laughs> agreement. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Mixed yeah. answer, I guess. Yeah. And yep. a really long one, about a, a thousand super things. Long anyway, one, yeah. Toys R Us. Woo! Woo. Yeah, hooray for them. King Arthur's world. All right. So uh, <laughs> Craig Ostrin writes, hi, Thumbs. This is a question I didn't get to ask at the story and gaming panel at PAX. Game characters have a very limited range of actions. The Master Chief can't sprint. He can't wrestle a gun out of an enemy's hands. And he can't use two fingers to slide shut a dead soldier's eyes. In a Halo movie, he'd do all these things. But in a game, he's limited to the actions defined by his control scheme. So my question is, narrowly defined control schemes limit the stories we can tell in games? And are contextual controls the future, e.g. heavy rain or any point-and-click adventure game thanks love the show craig uh p.s i missed the idle thumbs meetup because my world of warcraft guildy was moderating a panel at the same time oh well maybe next year maybe next year indeed um yeah it's an interesting question i think i think that certainly within a certain uh certainly certainly certain certain i think within a within yeah certain kinds of games uh definitely action games one of them i do think that 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 does in a lot of cases limit the storytelling potential um, I mean, it, it sort of does guarantee that as the actual player and as the character in the world, when you're actually in control of your character and when you're actually moving around the world, it does mean that what you're doing an overwhelmingly dominant amount of the time is, you know, fighting a guy or doing the action stuff or running around or whatever. Uh, most stories, regardless of medium, even action stories would never you know, they'd have much more, a yeah. much higher variety of things going on. In action games like that, I feel like it's just they either need to be willing to let go a little bit of being... Sorry, I'm going to be a douche. Or... Level one of action. Level two they, of action. Yeah, they need to... Yeah. Action, action games, uh, like, I know you, you've talked about the Halo cutscenes before of just pissing you pissing well, you the fuck off when they show up, but, like, you, you either need to not make Doom, you need to let go of a little bit of that, and... In what, in what just, sense... But it's all straight action. Yeah, I mean, just I think people. Oh, just, you mean like Half Life? I think something? just just like two. I, I mean, just uh, yeah. I think the, the the sort of the belief as a as a game designer of a game like that is just there are things that you cannot do in that genre of game. Just as a rule, like you'd be an idiot to do it. I mean, it's it's uh, like it's sort of well, almost. Uh, well, I no 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 no. I agree but, with you. I, mean, I think I mean what, uh, what there there are some games that that do branch out a little bit more. Uh, and are willing to not be as you know as pure, I guess. Mm-hmm. But then they're not as pure. What, and, do, what, uh, do you, I'm st- what do you mean when you say um, let go of Doom? Do you mean? I mean, because it sounds like you're saying move closer to Doom. No, no. I'm saying if what Jake either, is saying either, is either, either if, if you're if you're trying if you're trying to oh. do that, just do it. Don't put don't put a fucking story in your game. Uh huh. Or if you're going to put a story in your game, 
you can't you can't put a story in your game and then also say, oh, okay. oh no, no, I can't put anything actually mechanic-wise in my game that would make it anything other than a balls-to-the-wall, uh, blow-up-a-thousand guys. And I, I feel like that's actually kind of an attitude that game designers have. When you listen to people who make super high-profile extreme action games, uh-huh. when you l- listen to like Cliffy B talk about Gears of War... Like fuck that. He's never going to do anything that actually is is worthwhile. Well, and it's, I think it's I, I part of it is what you were saying before that some of these games though are made for a specific audience. They and and made by a specific de- group of developers that may not necessarily care about uh, that kind of thing. But the, but then um, but then Cliffy B does still expect you to care about Dom's wife. Right, but you know, I mean, he he shouldn't. Right, but that's that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right, I think it's slightly presumptuous and sort of bullshit. Yeah, like we're we're not investing in this in anything in any way other than uh you know a cinematic director in a mocap studio. Mass, but but Mass please please give a shit about this. Well, Mass Effect is a, has a dialogue system. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, but it also has a lot of action as well, and it's fairly traditional action. Um, so I don't know. I, mean, I think isn't that an example of of a, of a game that's maybe pushing in that? I think sort of sort of modern cinematic RPGs do a decent yeah. job of that, just because they. As part of the RPG genre, like you can you can make a hardcore RPG, and people expect there to be dialogue. People expect there to be sort of uh, character to item unique interactions, and they also expect there to be action and combat. Right. Whereas, like, if you're making a, a first person or third person action derivative, it's no one expects that stuff, so it always is just bullshitted in unless someone is changing all the rules. Yeah. yeah. In which I, case, everyone poo-poos their game. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I guess, you know, maybe part of this also is that uh, even in a game like Mass Effect, the action segment and the and, and, and the RPG segments are fairly separated. There's yeah, never completely There separated, is not yeah. much... Yeah, I mean, they You can are. never Mo- shoot the friendly NPC. Right. There, I mean, uh, there are games, though, that do allow you to... Yeah, to fall out do that. So fall out, yeah. and, and that's that stuff is cool. And that yeah, is I kind agree. of what he's talking about, I guess, where, you know... Well, he also was talking about heavy rain and adventure games, right? Well, yeah, because which heavy rain is entirely context sensitive. It's yeah. we need this to happen in the story now, so we're going to give you a button yeah. that right at this moment lets you do that. I personally like that less even than I, when the game. I do too. I like it the least. Yeah. Yes. Or yeah. it's just then. I mean, you're right. Now, now I as the player can put my two fingers over the soldier's eyes, but. The only reason that I can do that is because what's that guy's name? David whatever. David Cage. Yeah, because David Cage <laughs> is sitting David there saying the yeah. now and now the player will yeah. have the option to put their fingers over the soldier's it's eyes because you can do it. But or then you it's can't. like, or you do nothing. <laughs> or you do nothing. Yeah. And it's like, well, can I put my fingers over everyone's eyes? No. <laughs> like it's 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 so the opposite of anything systemized. And uh, right. Yeah. I mean. This is something we were talking about earlier, and I, I over the last few minutes, I've changed my tune slightly. What? No, it just uh, you're uh, systemizing everything. Obviously, is not realistic. No, no. But uh, I do think that as this is now just I feel like a bullshitting bullshitter. But I think <laughs> as as time goes on, and as the best kind, as more sort of just as just sort of a language exists for how various things like that can be systemized well. I think that it will probably become easier to to drop more mechanics into your game yeah. that people can understand. I mean, I, I do uh, think, and, and they'll be mixed better. But and that's often Tomorrowland somewhere. That will I guess. add to the storytelling. So I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, I do yes. think stuff. I do think <laughs> stuff like you know Mass Effect and and games like that are a good signpost yep. in that I think that you know once you start 
you, you look at stuff like Fallout, and there is a lot of blending there between yep. between the the sort of action systems and the sort of more role playing systems, so to speak. I mean, they they are getting closer together. Um, not not that that's new with Fallout. I mean, that's been right. Fallout One does a lot of that stuff. I yep. mean, you know, it was ten years ago. Not but, that it's new to Fallout. It, uh, Fallout. <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> but you know what I mean. The, the yeah. whole that's sort of been part of the goal of Western RPGs for for quite a long time, really. Um, and uh, I, I think if you know personally, I think it'd be great if people start expecting more and more of that out of those games, and people start caring about it less and less in the action games. Because if I could just play my really good Halo game where I don't need to care about the magic talking plant that interrupt that slows my character down every thirty seconds for no goddamn reason and makes the game harder for me to play arbitrarily, uh, if people get their fill of that stuff in those other games and then let the action games be action games, I would pretty much be yeah, fine with that. I also do think that if stuff, if the if the sort of Fallout style stuff ends up catching on and working itself out and maturing. You could end up seeing that stuff showing up more in more organic ways in action games. Probably true. Yeah. But yeah. I, I think right now people still I just aren't willing to think about it. And I, I, I don't even mean that from a business side. I, I think that just well, des yeah, designers, just des shoot designers of those games yeah. aren't, aren't interested in it. But it also does add just are, layers of difficulty and complexity yeah, just even from a but it, it's, conceptual standpoint. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just story and action games is there right now because it's cheap. Yeah, it's kind of window dressing. Yeah. I mean, it's funny too because it's actually really expensive in a lot of cases, you know, just financially, but I don't know yep. really what the return on that is. Like, I mean, I guess people get into it. Some yeah, people, I, mean, I mean, some people really like it, but well, I... Well, it does, it, it does give you a reason to care if you want one. Yeah, that's And true. It, give, it gives you a world to be excited about if you want one. Yep, I just wish those reasons were it's like an more compelling film. or, the, you know, the world's more interesting, I yeah. suppose. But what can you do? Uh, you can play more video games. Read. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Um, Zombie Hunter or Rourke Shock. Wow, this guy's... Oh, no, Tom. Sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wow. By many names. Yeah, <laughs> when are you jerks going to admit that Jake and Nick are actually the same person? Either Jake what? is Nick's doppelganger or what? Nick is Jake's doppelganger. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. <laughs> the only way you're going to... Oh, God. The only way you're going to prove to us, your listeners, that they are indeed two separate and unique individuals is by having a baboo off. You know what we're I talking was about. about to do <laughs> yeah, one, two, three. Did you know I was going yeah, yeah, to say baboo? Yeah, I knew that was it. Why didn't I do it? <laughs> we were the same we were person. We were going one, two, three, what? And then I did one, two, and I was going yeah, I was I hoping was that you would say it. baboo. And you were. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, one, two, yeah. three, baboo. Yeah, baboo. God. Baboo. baboo. <laughs> All right. I don't know who won that one. We can let the readers decide. Uh, I won. Nick Brecken. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> didn't you do the interface? And like, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh man, speaking of which, weird. All right, so Scott. <laughs> Nick, I hear you did some work on my gown. <laughs> Scott from Ontario, Canada writes uh, Upon completing the second chapter of Tales of Monkey Island in one sitting, I was reading the credits until one Jake Rodkin showed up. I knew Mr. Rodkin would be in the credits, however, I did not know that instead of hearing my own voice in my head, I would inst instead get, and I'm Jake Rodkin, a la his normal Idle Thumbs intro in Mr. Rodkin's voice in my head. I found this to be highly amusing and quite humorous, definitely the high point of the game. Pause for laughter slash tears from Rodkin. <laughs> <laughs> great show keep up the horribly off topic work because well and he says some nice things about us for a while um 
I got P.S. I know the email subject says question, and all I gave was an asshole statement. But don't blame me; it's terrorism and the economy's fault. Uh, oh. Then he says some other things. <laughs> Classic email. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that was, what you get. For, that was a good. Uh, yeah. Yep. Sorry. Um, let's see here. Um, Thanks, Ontario guy. You're welcome for breaking my spirit. <laughs> so, uh, video game fears. Oh man, here's a video. So here's an unreasonable fear that someone has for us. I was playing Zuma's Revenge. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, let's see here. Fred Zelny writes, "Hey, thumbs. You asked about unreasonable fears in video games, and while this isn't nearly as unreasonable as the hidden pictures fear, it's more than a little embarrassing." Uh, when I was a kid, I was on a class field trip to the Smithsonian, and we went to the insect display. The cheerful guide explained that bugs are our friends and not scary at all. And to prove it, she took the tarantula out of its pen and showed how docile it was. Then the hairy bastard leapt at me. While, while I've been able to forgive my insect friends for the event, I still have a bit of ac arachnophobia when it comes to things leaping at my face. This comes up more often than you might think in video games, particularly first-person games that like sudden surprises, and it can make certain games almost unplayable for me, including a few really great classics. Yeah, really. Um... Aliens vs. Predator, as you might expect, is right out, unless I'm playing as the alien. Um, this is okay, since the alien sections are the most fun. But the first time I played as a marine and got a screenful of multi-legged face-hugging, I nearly broke my chair diving backwards. The worst part, though, is that it makes Half-Life 2 and its sequels an exercise ah. in pure terror for me. Obviously, I love the game, but every single time, the following occurs. One, I make some progress, getting more and more drawn in by charm and gameplay, while some cruel god of terror waits and chuckles to itself, rubbing its claws together with glee. Two, I lose myself in the game, focusing only on the screen. Three, scuttling sounds. There's a headcrab somewhere nearby. Four, oh god, kill it. Use all the shotgun ammo. Do I have a flamethrower? Throw grenades everywhere. Sweet God, make it die before it jumps. Five, I'm out of ammo and down to a fraction of my health from my own grenade explosions. But I'm pretty sure I got, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, it's on my face. Six, Alt F4, go make some tea and have some quiet time, fix my chair. The worst part is the game is so good, I keep trying to go back and make progress on it, but I only make about ten minutes progress before I have to quit again for a few days. I haven't even touched the episodes, but at least this means I'm not stuck waiting for the next one. Thanks for that, Tarantula, jerk. Uh, at this point, I'm thinking of going into Source and replacing the headcrab models with bouncy balls or fluffy bunnies or something with fewer legs. Maybe a bitmap of Jake Rodkin's face. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, I hope you're amused by my fears. At the very least, I hope you don't make fun of me for the only person on Earth who hasn't played Half-Life 2 Episode 2. Uh, keep casting your awesome pods and idling your thumbs, but stop thumbing your idols, at least not on air. Fred Zeleny. Sadly, he is not the only person on Earth who has not played the Half-Life episodes. Yep, it's true. <sighs> oh, well. Um... All right, we got a crazy video game idea that Nick forwarded over here. From uh, legally, someone. we cannot accept video game ideas. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is bizarre. So someone has a sweet idea for a for a firefighter game. Guitar <laughs> rock band. I guess I'm just gonna read it. Here, yeah, here go we go. It. Yeah, I have this cool video game idea. How about a three person firefighter game where you're a run, young rookie firefighter looking to someday move up in rank? I love that it's three person. By the yeah, way, yeah, I know just, <laughs> specifically. Yeah, right. it's, well, this game would have a campaign and a free roam. Free roam meaning you pick, then game, and you get to pick from a choice of different locations, from busy to not so busy. In free roam, you'd be able to pick if you're a rookie, captain, battalion chief. So for rookie, you could pick the driver, nozzle man, or hydrant man, all in charge of different jobs. The captain who just throws order around and does some work. Like call in additional units. In-game example. Dispatch, this is Task Force 27. Request for, parentheses, how many you ever think you need, be it one, two, three, or more. Additional task force, which includes two engines and a ladder truck. You could even call in an ambulance for injured people or even your own crew. 
The idea is to make it as real as possible. When you're not on a call, you're in the fire station, resupplying your truck or engine or ambulance or whatever you choose to be assigned to. And you're doing housework like cooking to gain more health for your character <laughs> or working out to buff up your guy. Also, perfecting your skills like practicing hose drills, perfecting your sawing skills, or climbing up ladders and onto a roof. Oh. You could also sleep... <laughs> I like that you practice climbing up ladders. Yeah, yeah. You could also sleep in the dorms and gain more energy by sleeping or napping. Then on random moments, just like real life, you get a call. Anywhere from difficult breathing to heart attack or an auto car auto fire or a full out structure fire. So you can be training your guy and have to stop in the moment and pick up later when you return. All practice and workout sessions would be held in the side or courtyard area. Example, engine five, structure fire. And on your mini map, an arrow appears showing you where to drive the engine or ambulance or truck, also listing the cross streets. The call could be like real life, anywhere from one mile to 15 miles, depending on if another station's on a call as well. Therefore, you may have to cover their area if, they're, if you're the next closest unit. So just like real life, you could also get a call to assist another station with their call, be it a fire or a trauma or a medical call. So back to my example, you get your guy, you run inside the station to a dispatch box, hit the button on it, call a callback letting the dispatch know you got the call and are heading out. Or simply just get into your signed vehicle and use the radio to talk to your dispatcher. If you're the driver, you turn on or off your light, use a bullhorn, and the sirens are all optional. Once at the call site, if it's a fire, you need to suit up at the station before you leave. <laughs> Once you get to the call site, you have to suit up before you leave. Uh, <laughs> if it's a medical call, you go grab the first box or trauma box off your ambulance or engine. Just like real life, the emergency could get worse or better. Your call could be a shortness of breath and end up being a stabbing to the lung. Shortness of breath was the call, but anything is possible once you get there. Uh, anyway, you handle your call and you return to the station by driving all the way back. Oh. Like real life, you could get another call in the process and another after that. My idea of this game is to make it as real as possible. I think it would be cool. Have all kinds of call, brush fire, structure fire, medical call, trauma call, car crashes with people stuck, <laughs> shooting, stabbing, drunk crazy guy, anything. Just like real life. <laughs> Once you pick up a patient, you take him to the hospital. So if you're assigned to an engine, you stay on the engine while the computer player is the paramedic and takes the person to the hospital. So you'd get on the engine or truck as a driver or passenger, but remember, the captain who's a rank higher than regular firefighters always rides shotgun anyway this is my game idea hopefully someone sees this and it's a company like the ones that make third person action games like gta or sims or mafia one or mafia two they know what i'm talking about and hopefully get the image or what i'm trying to make this game like uh if that made it into the podcast <laughs> I, I'm gonna say a couple things actually. Go ahead. One, I would actually totally fucking play that game. <laughs> Fuck both of you guys. That actually sounds really fun, or like it could be fun. Yeah. So f you guys. That guy agrees with me. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Also, to make a good firefighting game, you would have to have the most amazing renderer in the entire world because it's nothing but <laughs> like crazy fire. It's nothing but yeah. fire and water <laughs> colliding with each other. Well, and difficult breathing and one collapses. Firefighter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So wh this should just be a Far Cry 2 mod. Yeah. <laughs> Your firefighter in Africa. Ah, There's some crazy mercenary running around, lighting <laughs> everything on fire everywhere, constantly throwing grenades. You're playing in the same world as a Far Cry 2 player. <laughs> <laughs> Also, this game, you can put your two fingers over a dude's eyes. Oh, man, you totally <laughs> like, sorry, could. The game described yeah. by this guy is the game that the other email guy wants. That's Where true. there's 800 million different interactions uh, all over the goddamn place. There's suspense. You're putting out a fire. Or maybe it's a guy who's just breathing heavily. Or sometimes <laughs> you're just making meatloaf. Sometimes. <laughs> so you got to practice it's climbing up, climbing up a ladder. Hit with the cooking mama audience. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'd play it. Yeah. I, I I'd rent it. <laughs> wow uh so there you go fire, <laughs> fire guy fire guy yeah. pretty sure that's what it's Two. called 
No. No? Oh, man. Someone else has a frightening experience. This is going to oh, be Oh, these are all one. really long. Yeah, I'm not going to. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll come oh, back shit. to it. We are frightened by your email. Yeah. No, we've, we've done a lot of long yeah, emails. Yeah, um, Let's see. Someone, this is pretty funny. Uh, Dear Thumbs, a while ago you were talking about Batman. Attached to this email is something about Batman I picked up on the internet somewhere that you might like to read. Also, you guys are awesome, Desiro. Uh, so this guy sent us some kind of like trading card or something. Uh, it says Batman Begins. I guess I'll just read it. Um, this is from another country, I guess. Batman Begins. When being a child, or let's see, when being a child, Bruce Wayne had witnessed with his own eyes the fact his parents of millionaire were killed cruelly. So affected his strong desire of revenging his parents. However, God had never given him a chance to fulfill his will. Following the advice of Ra's al Ghul, the chief of Ninja Group, Bruce comes to Geet, which was a corrupted city filled with various crime groups. Bruce found a basement under his villa in which the equipments turned him into another <laughs> another person. <laughs> Spider-Man. <laughs> with, God. with this mask, Spider-Man stroke all criminal activities and criminals everywhere. <laughs> Such... <laughs> Such as Torgon, the chief of mafia. <laughs> Do- <laughs> this is, I'm sorry, Doctor J. <laughs> Doctor Jack Straw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Dr. Jackstraw, the abnormal drug trafficker. (laughs) Oh my god. Even a mysterious opponent's quite familiar with him. 2006, Batman Begins. (laughs) From Game Loft. (laughs) So... I don't really. Oh. I have no idea what this is. Spider Man. God. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, so that was Rita Mail. Yeah. Are we done? I yeah. guess. See you in like four days. Oh man, we haven't done Wizard on in a while. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Speaking of wizards, you should write us an email at questions at idlethumbs.net or oh, yeah. you should call us on a telephone to the Idle Thumbs voicemail hotline 55 Wizard On. That is a phone number. Right. Yep. And uh Yeah, we don't none of these are linked on the front page anymore. So I, that's I what removed they are. the website uh from itself, so you can't actually contact us from it. <laughs> you can read a blog that you can't comment on at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Basically we're turning this into just a right. you know, it's podcasts just- <laughs> are already the most one way form yeah, of communication. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we're trying to replicate that experience. Yeah. <laughs> we think th- what the internet was doing wrong was having that whole sort of bi directional yeah. Yeah, yeah. No no no. So yeah, you can't contact us well, you can. We just don't want to tell you about it. Right. But yeah, yeah. Questions at idlethumbs.net. Five five wizard on at telephone. Yeah, and we'll yeah. have comments on there eventually. Oh, also you can follow us on Twitter. The username is idle news. Yep. And then we all have our own Twitter accounts that are linked from that. Yep. And so I guess there's a million ways you can contact us. Idle yeah. thumbs. Idle thumbs. Video game podcast. Yeah. Yeah. And if you drink Verner's, look in the top left corner of a bottle. Oh man. <laughs> Nick and I went. Nick and I at the press event where we were at the other day. We went. 
<laughs> the secret fourth way to contact. Well, yes. <laughs> right, we were, yeah. we Questions were, <laughs> and out of thumbs and what the fuck? <laughs> we, it was so funny. We were getting the. Uh, is there a wizard on there? Uh, <laughs> oh man! Yes, there is. Whoa. Um, yeah, we, Werner is, is getting their wizard on. Apparently, the waitress yeah. came over and was like, "Uh, oh, you guys want anything to drink?" And and Nick got super excited. He was looking. Can I have anything like, with the wizard the on Werner's, it? <laughs> Werner's, I haven't had a Werner's in years. Yeah. I haven't. Had a he got so excited about it, and I'm like, "All right, fuck it, I'll get one of those too." Barrel aged bold taste. Yeah, and Nick started immediately after after she left. Nick started spouting off. He's like, "Oh man, Werner's. They barrel age it for a bold taste." And I'm like, "Are you?" <laughs> fucking serious like <laughs> you're just spouting this off he was he was so excited about it yeah Werner's but i never good. had it in a bottle and uh there's a surprise yeah the there bottle. is a small wizard Werner. yeah yeah, yeah Werner, Werner the wizard, the wizard. Oh, i think yeah. he's on the can Werner's as well i think he's surrounded by the phrase barrel aged bold taste in fact. <laughs> yeah sort of yeah. like a winking wizard man possibly maybe like a robot eye God, i don't see wizards and yeah I, I, like now i'm seeing wizards everywhere we get a lot of people yeah. who, who I saw Jeff Goldblum. Shoe is. Oh my God. Show show is. Show is. Um, did we ever talk about this? We've talked about it now. Downloadable content thread. Shoe is. Yeah, maybe I'll put it on the blog instead. Blog shoe. Although I guess no one can comment on it there. Yeah. Well, whatever. Shoe is. <laughs> Jake and I found a shoe store called Shoe is. We gotta stop talking about all this. All right. Yeah. All right. Find out at idlethumbs.net slash shoe is. <laughs> Don't go to that. Actually, just go to the front page. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Bye. She whiz. Video game. This is the Idle News Gold Blast for September 18th, 2009. And I'm Chris Remo. I'm Nick Preckin. And I'm Jake Rodkin. All right. Yeah. So we were at an Activision Press event this week. <laughs> we talked about this on the cast. Yeah, yeah. You may remember. Uh, on uh, the way back... Nick almost missed his flight. Yeah, yeah. I was in danger of missing my flight. And then I got a text from you right. saying, I'm standing behind Jeff Goldblum. I was. <laughs> what, what happened with that? Well, I, I, yeah, like I, I have no, I actually have no idea. Yeah, well, I, I, I was standing in this huge line and, uh, and Jeff Goldblum was there. Well, and I noticed, I noticed other people sort of, uh, you know, cutting the line. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, oh, Jeff Goldblum cut in front of you. Uh, yeah. And what? Uh, yeah, Asshole. no, I, I was, I was, I was like, who That's are these people theory. cutting in line? And uh, and one of them was Jeff Goldblum. And uh, they were but, but he managed. They weren't even cut. in like the priority line. They were just straight no. They up. were just yeah. He was just getting pushed through. Wow, uh, lame. Yeah, it was kind of lame. And then, but but I was you know maybe. But it's okay. You took a bunch of pictures the, of him. Yeah, yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was standing in line at security. He has this. He had this like assistant guy. Who was weird because it wasn't like a twenty something in a in a black suit. It was just a dude uh, that was standing next to him, and and uh, so he gets up to the security tubs, and this guy is basically undressing Jeff Goldblum. I just picture a security guard named Tubs right there. Commerce <laughs> security tubs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, security tubs. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. So, so I was the guy like, next to security tubs. <laughs> So, uh, Security Tubbs was handing out containers, plastic containers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was. He was taking the plastic containers. He was putting them there. Goldblum's on his phone. I'm about. I'm one. There's one person separating. I'm one person away from Jeff Goldblum at this moment. Uh, Did you touch and, him? Uh, he, well, he was on the phone, and and the guy was removing his belt for him and putting it in the tub, uh, and you know, sorting everything. You know, Goldblum is still on the phone. Uh, uh, yeah. The, you know, Did he like walk through the thing, and then as he was walking through, passed his phone around, <laughs> and the guy like held it 
on the right outside of the uh, right. of the scanner so that he could keep talking while walking through the security line. Uh, he didn't do that, but there was a, a, a problem with his shoes. Uh, so he didn't. He had phones them. in them. <laughs> He didn't remove them properly from the tub. Uh, the assistant failed in his in his job. So Jeff goes through, uh, and then the shoes have to come back out and place back on the thing. And so at that point, the guy in front of me turns around and says, "We could totally steal Jeff Goldblum's shoes." <laughs> just some random guy. Yeah, just yeah. Like, I, like I, did, I thought I was the only person who saw Jeff Goldblum. Nobody was making a big deal out of this. I was like, "Holy shit, it's Jeff Goldblum!" Are you like a I'm big taking, fan of Jeff Goldblum? Yeah, I or fucking something? love Jeff Goldblum. Wait, really? For real? Yeah, no, it's fine. I find that guy obnoxious. You are the director and creator of great stuff. Did you tell him that? <laughs> no, I, I was too afraid. Wait, what, I just took lots of pictures of, of him on my iPhone. <laughs> who's a fan of Jeff Goldblum? What is there to be a fan of? His appearances on late night television. <laughs> <laughs> what? Really? <laughs> yeah, he's so bizarre. He's the weirdest guy. Have you ever is seen him? Is he more him? bizarre than Norm Macdonald? Uh. Yeah, but he's not as Norm funny, McDonald's so that's why he's more bizarre. <laughs> oh, I see. Norm Macdonald's actually, you know, he has a thing going. Jeff Goldblum's just weird. Okay, well, I'll have to look some of this up on, on your so anyway, tube. did you take his shoe? Uh, no, uh, but I did get a picture of him putting his shoes on. Downloadable <laughs> <laughs> content. I hate you. <laughs> it's really blurry, though. You gotta, it's really blurry. A, a I, I, oh, God, I was so afraid that oh, you were going to see me taking... I, you should have just but, walked up to him and said, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> this is for my Twitter page. Yeah. Yeah, you have other pictures that don't include him putting his shoe on that are that are uh, yeah I, identifiable. Well, I, I, I was walking, and I, at this point, I was giving up on Goldblum. I, I thought, well, I'll just let him go. We'll go <laughs> our separate up ways. Giving up on Goldblum, <laughs> and then he started walking in the same direction I was going, and I was using my phone anyway. Did you talk to him? So he started uh, no, tracking I, his every move. Yeah, well, I mean, I he just kept so you, you know, just taking casually the, dropped the your same phone branches. in his pocket. <laughs> Excuse me, I believe you have my cell phone, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> oh, what a funny coincidence. By the way, I loved you in Jurassic Park. No. Uh, but I did... I, I loved you in Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> yeah. When your daughter uh, did flips on a parallel bars. I <laughs> kicked the Velociraptor in the face. Yeah. Oh, man. Also, on that same trip, I went to the McDonald's at the airport to get a cup of coffee. And Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> yeah, he was working the counter. Uh, no, the one of their lines advertising their new... Uh, iced coffee drinks. They are apparently cribbing from Mr. Freeze because their poster says "Ice to meet you," and I took <laughs> I took a photograph of this oh, to prove Ice that to it's meet a real you. it's a real yeah. thing. Ah. So yeah. that's happening. Your story is less good than no, stealing Jeff Goldblum's shoes. <laughs> I just I was looking through my pictures on my phone to uh, play along, and uh, I found that. Oh, I should look at the pictures on my phone, but they're just they're just pictures of gold game gold. <laughs> Alright. So, there's our story. There's Nick's story. Yeah. Um, oh, man, here's a picture of a, an old guy on a bus with an, ex, <laughs> with an Xbox 360. It's time on the A radio. guy who's just like... It's like on, David Lynch's on oh, my yeah. Like, yeah. cousin. Nice. Yeah, it is. It does look like David Lynch, yeah. And he's got an Xbox 360 just out of the box, just like the actual console with no cables or anything, just the console itself carrying it around um, on a bus. The Auto Gold News Blast. Blast with Auto News Gold Blast yeah. with Jeff Gold Blast <laughs> with Jeff Gold Game. <laughs> what? Jeff Gone Gold with, with Game Gold Blast. <laughs> game Gold Gold. Gold, gold, gold Game gold gold, 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 gold Jeff Bloom. 
Gold <laughs> Jeff Bloom. Gold, <laughs> Gold Jeff Game. <laughs> Gold Jeff Game. Gold. There be Gold Game. <laughs> Jeff, uh, Jeff got Blooms. game. <laughs> that gold game. I think his name is Jeff got game. Probably. Jeff got games. games. Or Jeff, <laughs> Jeff, Jeff got games. Yeah. Jeff, uh, her interactive. <laughs> yeah. Jeff cool. From a Jesco. <laughs> so anyway, you With met Jeff, Jeff cool. Yeah, I met Jeff cool. Yeah. We call him J Madge. Right. What? What? Uh, Jeff Majesco. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that's true. So I was like, hey, Jeff Majesco. How's Advent Trilogy going? Uh, <laughs> talk, talking to myself. I decided to stop funding it because Orson Scott Card's a homophobe. <laughs> uh, yeah, now he's uh, in the car by himself, uh, talking to himself. <laughs> you Brad Rapsters? <laughs> what did you say? You, you Brad Rapsters? <laughs> What's that game? Rap Stars. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you breed Rap Stars? <laughs> you Brad Rap Stars? You sound like a name. No, you no, Brad. Brad. Up. I'm Brad Rap Stars. <laughs> you Brad Rap You're Stars. Rapper. You Rap, rap Scallions. <laughs> gold game gold. God. So you met the So man. I said all of this, and then he ran away. <laughs> And I was tackled by security. <laughs> Jeff Gold, Blast Gold, Gold Game, Blast Game, Gold, Cool Game, Jeff Game, Gold Game, uh, Jeff Game. Uh, <laughs> that would have been amazing. Uh, he's the... Uh, gold, Gold, Gold. <laughs> he's the uh, director. <laughs> of? He's the of great stuff. Akiva Gold. <laughs> God, I bet he gets that a lot. People just going up and going, great stuff. <laughs> Yeah. What is this? <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's whatever. Let's 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 record an introduction. Oh, I thought that was. I thought I thought that was the rolling start. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> gold blast. Gold game. Gold. Cool, cool, cool game. <laughs> Just. <laughs> no fucking way. I People know, would hate I, that yeah. shit. 